I I have a question. Uh, I know you were talking about the art of the lie and everything, and I was just thinking, like, when was your first experience with, like, that medium of the art of the lie? Or is there, like, a, you know, like, yeah. a beginning sort of genesis of, like... Yeah, you know how, like, comedians talk about their, like... I remember the first time I made a group of people yeah. laugh, yeah. and it stuck with me, and I wanted more <laughs> of that, you know? <laughs> oh, that's not what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, why that's don't you tell us absolutely how not. this all started? Because I think there, it, it kind of started innocently for you, right? I mean, you, you were, uh, can you tell people what happened? Like, you, were, you went to prison for mortgage fraud. Right. Yeah, I went to prison for, well, there's no mortgage fraud. It's bank fraud for bank, bank fraud. fraud. Mm. Be, do, having to do with mortgages. Right, yeah. I guess. What, um, I mean, yes. what, how do you? How would you share it? How would you say it? I mean, it's bank fraud. There, there is no mortgage fraud. Like, yeah. like there, in, in yeah. federal system, there's there's financial institution fraud. There's mortgage fraud. There's wire fraud. There's there's all these different types. And there's obviously conspiracies. You know, conspiracy right. to commit. Conspiracy. And if you're like involved in it, mm. conspiracy. So I mean, I was hit with bank fraud, conspiracy to commit bank fraud, money laundering. Uh, wire fraud, conspiracy to commit wire fraud, aggravated identity theft, passport fraud, social security fraud, Jesus, um, <laughs> social security, um, uh, documentation fraud, government, or something about forgery of document of federal federal documents, um, wire fraud against the United States government. Um, you know, there's, there's just they they really just start piling. So the tune of what amount did they give you? Um, the amount changed. Like when I first got arrested, it was like twenty six million. And then I said, I've never seen 26 million in my life. That's a fucking lie. Like, I just yeah, lost right. it. Mm-hmm. That's not true. I'm not, I won't plead Do you think I'd that. be in America if I had 26 million <laughs> <Yeah. or laughs> in Florida or whatever what? you were? <laughs> and then they, then they dropped it to, they came back at, for like, at like 20 or 21 or 19, somewhere around there. And I was like, absolutely not. That's not true. I want to see the documents. I want to know where they're coming up with these figures. So then they came back and they said 15 million with a loss of 9.5 million. And they said, you know, basically it was like, you're going to accept this amount or, um, or, you know, we can go back to the FBI and we can have all the do- their documents in Florida condensed and find out what their figures are. Mm. And we know we're going to get you for, we, we, they're saying like $40 million in the mortgage company that I owned. And they were like, you know, and we'll just, we'll put that on you. My, you know, my lawyer's like. What are you doing? You don't want wow. that. You don't want that. And I was like, and she was like, what does it matter? So, and I was like, all right. She's like, well, you're looking at maybe getting 10 or 12 years. You know, you're going to cooperate. You're going to get out in four or five years. You're going to be fine. I was like, okay, okay, okay. Ooh. So, so then I get my, what's called your pre-sentence report. Mm. And my pre-sentence report says uh, 32 years of life. Jeez. So she was off. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I argued and argued and argued, and I got them down from nine point five million and lost to six million. But basically, I went to prison for bank fraud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's bank fraud. It happens to be because there was lots of other. There was there were credit card fraud. There was there was credit card fraud. There was just just basic loan fraud in general. There's no house at all. I'm just barn. But those things like were pale in comparison. So they don't even talk about it or throw it in there. It was like look. You know, if we've got you for murder, do we also try and get you for assault? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Fuck the no. assault charge. Yeah, yeah. Hit him for murder. So everybody's, it's it's all about the, you know, the murder. They wanted to make an example of you, it seems. Yeah. Right. Oh, they, yeah, they slammed me. And, and the woman that got me, her name was Gail McKenzie, the uh, assistant U.S. attorney or U.S. Uh, prosecutor. She, um, I mean, she just, just despised me. Mm-hmm. And I know a bunch of guys that have her as a, as a prosecutor, you know. She apparently had been, and this is what I was told. I believe this is what I was told from my, 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 um, um, 
my uh, uh, federal defender was that she took white collar crime very seriously, specifically because she had prosecuted some kind of some Russians or for something for some type of white collar crime. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of prosecuting them, they had poisoned her. Whoa. And so she had gone, <laughs> wow. she'd gone to, you know, been in the hospital for days and whatever. So she takes it very seriously. So when you sit there and you go, well, nobody got hurt and it's a nonviolent. That's not you. She would get very offended. It was like, wait, I'm sorry. You got a bad guy. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with me. I'm not, I'm harmless. Yeah. I wouldn't hurt anybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but basically, yeah, what, what ended up happening, how it started, you were saying, I know you were leading to, it yeah. started innocently. I worked at a mortgage company. First loan I had. I processed all the paperwork. No big deal. I'm excited. It's about. To, I think it's going to close because I. I'm still thinking if you just get the paperwork, not realizing that you need to really. It need, still needs to meet under, underwriting guidelines. You have to really look at it. Well, it turns out that my manager looked through the file and she said, "Look, before I send it off to underwriting to be underwritten and then processed for close the closing, where they send the money." What ended up happening was there was a 30 day late on one of the. Um, on a, on a verification of rent. So my borrower, she was had been 30 days late on her verification of rent. So the program she was on, so it's it's done. She's dead. She's not she she's not getting the loan. And I was like I, I was like holy shit. And I remember my manager. She's like you didn't even look at it, did you? I was like no. And she went. <laughs> she's like okay, well it's an issue. She said so, and she pulled out the whiteout out of her drawer and went. And she goes so here's what you do. She goes white it out. Go make a copy, stick the copy in the file, send it off. You'll be fine. Whoa. And I'm like, I could go to jail for that. I can't get in trouble for that, right? And she's like, nobody's going to. They're not going to catch it. Yeah. She says, and even if they do, the worst that will happen is you blame it on your borrower, and if they don't believe you, you'll get fired. Worst that happens, you get fired. Mm. Nobody's calling the FBI. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> I believe you. So I did it, came back, sent it off, sweated bullets for five days or four days, whatever it was, and then – they called and said, "Okay, ready to close." Wow! Went to closing, got a check for thirty-five hundred bucks or three grand, whatever it was, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Next guy that came in, he made like twenty, like forty-five thousand dollars or something. But if he made like forty-eight thousand, he could get a loan. So, uh, <laughs> <write it out. laughs> you know, let's pop, 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 pop. Send it in. Now, how's it look? Wait, wait. Boom! Loan closes. Nice. Mm-hmm. Next person, something else like that. Okay, let's do this. Next person. Next. So I just kept getting more and more emboldened to the mm. point where everything was, was closing. Oh, shit. And so what happens? Do you just, like, start having expensive tastes and you just got to keep it going? Or you're just like, this money is too easy. I can't say no. Or, you know, is there any point I mean, along it's this just path? A, it, it's just, a, it's just a, a six to a, to a nine. You know, it didn't seem. It yeah. seems right. innocent. Yeah. And it's like, he's going to make the payments. Yeah. He pays his rent. Even the chick that's behind. She, it's not like she. they didn't evict her. She was 30 days behind. She caught up. She's fine. People yeah. get late. And yeah. plus, you want to you wanna help these people get houses, I'm, I'm right? I'm thinking. Yeah. I mean, that's that, what I was you know, I would love to sit here and say that, you know, there was some, you know, uh, um, you know, altruistic, you know, goal of <laughs> yeah. helping people and the, the big bad banks. And I want to, I just want to help these people. And I'd, I, I listen, the very first chick that I did a loan for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Her name was Debbie Boyd, and she told me she later sold that house and made like seventy-five grand or fifty or seventy-five grand. Wow. Like three, four years later, she ended up selling and made a chunk of money and always made her payments and everything. So you could say, "Wow, that's great! You really..." And she'll tell you right now, she'll go, you really helped me out. Like that was a great house. That was great. That mm. she'll tell you that. Wow. I, there's also um, Steve Flaherty, who I got him well over a million dollars worth of loans that he shouldn't have gotten, <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> 
he made all the payments and then one or, oh then he then I refinanced his house and pulled out like 60 or 80 grand cuz he wanted to buy a business. He wanted to buy a a sports uh sports store, a sport oh, sorry, sports bar. Okay. So he bought the sports bar not knowing that all the liquor licenses were in the owner's name that he had bought it from in his personal name and not the business's name. And so six months later, four months later, suddenly they show up and they say, okay, you can't, what are you doing? You can't sell alcohol alcohol here. Mm. It's not in your license. It's not this, you know, and so they shut it off. So now he's got a sports bar that doesn't serve alcohol and he's struggling to try and put it together, but he can't and he's got to make the payment. So what does he do? He takes all these rental properties and he starts taking the rentals. Uh, income and using it to pay his business and not paying the mortgage and figured I'll get behind, but I'll, I'm getting a license. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. Well, three months later, everything starts going under. So oh, you could say, okay, man. well, first of all, Steve made some bad decisions. Um, you could also say, and I argue that my, my prosecutor would say he never should have got those loans to begin with. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure the banks would say, yeah. you gave him, you know, and, and of course my argument would, would then be, I didn't tell him to, buy a sports bar that yeah. he could, didn't know anything yeah. and make this yeah. bad or use the <laughs> rental income. Like to me, I just stopped paying the rent yeah. on mm-hmm. my sports bar. I've still got my rental unit. Instead, he leveraged everything. Mm. But of course, he had nothing involved in the transaction either. It's not like he was losing anything. He's bringing a down payment to buy a, a, a quadplex or a four-unit building and I'm getting him his down payment back. So I'm getting him 100% financing on something he should have gotten 80% financing. In. So he has mm-hmm. no money in it. Mm. Mm. So is he really risking anything by taking that? No, he's risking his credit, mm-hmm. but he's assuming I'll bounce back. The truth is, if he had adequate, if he had put up twenty percent of his twenty uh, percent of the purchase price of that home, mm. most likely he wouldn't have he wouldn't have leveraged it. So there's arguments on both sides of mm. the fence. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. All this sounds like pretty simple. It's like paperwork, but there is a point where this kind of starts to go off the rails a little. Um, as far as the kind of schemes you're pulling. Is well, there... eventually I got, I got caught. I had lied on an application. It really boiled down to I lied on an application. I, I own this mortgage company. I had like 12 brokers, and I'm getting caught left and right. But I keep getting out of it. Yeah. I keep convincing the lenders that this isn't what happened, and, you know, the, that was the borrower. Or, or they'd get, they just blatantly catch us mm-hmm. doing something, and then they just overlook it. They wow. just completely – I got caught for – I don't know if I – if. I don't know if I said this on any of the other ones. I got caught one time for like $2 million worth of bad loans. Mm. And the, the lender knew it. And they were like, they're like, it's $2 million. What's going on? I was like, yeah, that's, look, at, I remember specifically, I said, the guy's name was Gary. I go, Gary, listen, I said, if at the end of this conversation, you think I'm stroking you a check for $2 million, I said, let me go ahead and clear that up right now. That's not happening. (laughs) I said, so we need to find a solution to our mutual problem. What is is that solution? And he was like, all right, well, look, I'm going to go ahead and sell the loans too because, you know, they they lend the money, they get them, and then they sell them in a package. Mm. He's, I'm going to go ahead and sell them. So, great. Yeah. I'm good. He's like, but if it goes bad, you have to promise to help. Like, if these things come back, you got to promise to um, help us get rid of them. And I was like, absolutely, of course. Yeah. What am I going to say? Yeah. No, you're on your own. Fuck you. Call the FBI. No, of course, buddy. Yeah. yeah. So um, what ends up happening with is eventually I get caught lying on an application. I had bought a bunch of rental properties. Well, rehabs. I bought a bunch of rental rehabs, and I rehabbed them, and then I sold them to my ex-wife, which was my current wife at the time. I sold them to her in her maiden name. 
so that mm. I got around with something called seasoning where you have to own a property for a year before you can refinance it mm. based on the new uh, appraised value. So I got around that. And, but the problem is, is that, you know, you're lying on an application. So I ended up getting a charge of uh, wire fraud and mm. I got three years. So I can't own the mortgage company now. Oh, wow. And so that's the issue is I couldn't own the mortgage company. So that's when I started getting creative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Start painting. <laughs> no, wow. I mean, you're, I mean, you're such an artist that you uh, are able to like convince people that like this is in their best interests, you know, well, we always say art is, is seduction. You're seducing somebody into your vibe. And that that's where I like, when I hear your story, I'm like, you took this to artistic realms. Mm-hmm. Like, I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm creative. Yeah. yeah. What did somebody creative. say the other day? I was talking to some chick and she goes, um, God, you're so creative. I said, Shh. and this was, she saw one of my paintings and I said, Shh. I said, you should see me do a mortgage. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but wow. yeah, what I did was, uh, I couldn't own the mortgage company. So what I decided to do was I decided to start a much larger, uh, crime. Where I, I figured – at first I was just going to flip houses. Like, oh, I'm just going to start flipping houses. But, you know, the problem with flipping houses is you buy a house for 40 You put 20 or 30 in it. So now you got 70000 You go to sell it. The borrowers in lower middle class areas, mm-hmm. they, they, they don't – little middle class. Mm-hmm. Lower – yeah, middle, middle class. Middle class uh, mm-hmm. um, um, they don't have uh, – they don't they, a lot of times they don't have their down payment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They can't pay their closing call. Like they have very little. You know, they have bad credit. So mm-hmm. let's say if you sell the house for a hundred thousand, you might get end up with ninety or ninety five thousand because you have to help them with their down payment. You have mm-hmm. to, basically, you're almost. It's like you're you're like you're having to commit fraud. And what mm-hmm. I definitely realized after I got charged and I was now on probation was I realized I used to always be like, ah, oh, it's kind of a gray area. I realized there's no gray area. Mm-hmm. It's either fraud or it's not fraud. And if it's gonna be fraud, then you might as well go all in. I love mm-hmm. that. Uh, <laughs> you know. Go big or go home. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, okay, so I want to flip houses, but it's in there in lower middle class areas, and here are the issues. One, the value's not there. So how do I get? How do I create the value? How do I buy houses and be able to get them up to appraise really high? Mm-hmm. That'll give me some cushion. And I thought, okay, if I buy the house, so I buy the house for forty. Well, I know if I record the value of the house for like two hundred thousand, then that'll that'll help me with the appraisal. It'll help the whole area. If I buy enough houses, mm. that's what I need Everything to do. Everything goes up. Yeah. Everything goes yeah. up. Right. If suddenly, if suddenly, you know, Ford Mustang starts selling for 120000 mm-hmm. you know, it, across the board, then now when you walk in the dealership, it's 120 and you don't think anything of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, because Tom, they're all selling for 120 yeah. yeah. Assuming the market will bear that. Mm-hmm. And, and so that, so one is, I got to get them appraised for 200000 So I have to pay the extra dock stamps and go downtown and record them for 200000 So that's what I'll do. So I start doing that. The other thing is, it's the borrowers. The borrowers are always an issue. Mm-hmm. So now I got to try and get these borrowers that will buy these houses for two hundred thousand. And I thought, well, that's an issue because nobody's going to pay them in this area, and they always have bad credit and they're always a pain in the ass. You know, me bar. I've actually had a couple borrowers actually like quit their job like a week before closing. Oh wow! And it's like, and then suddenly, yeah, the day of closing, the lender calls them and says, you know, this guy cl- like quit like a week ago, mm-hmm. his job that he's been on for a year and a half or three years, or what? He just quit. And you're like. Why? Yeah. Serious? Why would you do that? Why'd you do that? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I had a guy go on a fucking like a crack binge one time. That's no, it was meth. He went on a meth binge one time and blew like almost half of his down payment. And then, <sighs> oh, it's okay. I can get it back. I can. It's like, 
You've been working at Tire Kingdom for three years. What happened? He's like, well, and his girlfriend was like, I mean, it happens sometimes. They'll go off her. They always hire him You back. introduced him yeah. to the high life. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, <laughs> and that's, yeah. But but close the loan first. He's yes. <laughs> Wait a couple weeks to quit your yes. job. Yeah. He's so, going to get real creative. Yeah. Yeah. Look at the guy, Steve Flaherty. Yeah, he'd yeah. been on his job for like five years. And then after he got all this property, was really kicking ass. Now he decides, quit my job. Oh. Yeah. For what? To be owning a sports bar that you've never done before, that you don't know anything <laughs> about, you know? Anyway, people are, are just, they get delusional. So what I did was I thought, okay, the, the borrowers are always seem to be an issue. So what do you do? How do you get a, figure out how to get borrowers that always have perfect credit? And I thought, well, you create them. <laughs> so Dude. You, that's, that's the logical step. This is when you just fully put on a black hat. Yeah. So yeah. you're just like, I'm stepping in. This <laughs> is off the rails. Yeah, this, this is, is the moment. Officially <laughs> off the rails. So you have to create synthetic identities. And when I was doing it, there was no such thing as a synthetic identity. You know, we just called them phantom borrowers, you know, or we called them like um, investors. We're like investors, you know, hey, bro, I, I got a, you know, I got an investor. And they're like, oh, sh- what's his name? Like, Here's uh. his name. So, so I started making these investors and I would, I, I, I need a social security number. So I figured out how to go to social security and get them to issue me social security numbers to children that don't exist. Right. Like 10 what? month old children. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's, um, it's not that hard. It, it's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's really not, it's not as hard as you would think it was. It was, um, it was a lot. It was just a bunch of phone calls, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, to like, I kept tweaking it. So yeah. I kept calling social security and just tweaking. I was like, Hey, I was born, uh, you know, hey, I'm whatever. At the time, I was like 32, 33, like I'm 32 years old, and uh, I don't, I don't have a social security number. And they were like, "Do you have a driver's license?" You know, they've got to be yeah. like Who's another yeah. scam artist. Yeah. 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 Do you have a driver's license? Uh, uh, yeah. Well, you have a social security number. What are you doing? Oh, never mind. Click. Yeah. Tweak call, it a little. Yeah. Keep calling back. Don't have one. Never had one. Live off the grid. You figure, okay, that's that's you're right. He, she's right. Live off the grid and you call up and then, but then, you know, basically one of the women that I called, she was like, like the second one, she was like, listen, no adult in the United States doesn't have a social security number. So go to social security. Mm. And she already knows I'm lying. You tell the way she's talking to me. Yeah, yeah. Go to social security, come to the office, go fill out the paperwork. We'll look you up, bring driver's license, bring, all right, hang up and go, okay, look, I got a five-year-old kid, never had a social security number. And then they're like, um. Okay, well, that's that. May, okay, well, was born in wow. hospital? Yeah, got a social security number. Mm. They yeah. fill it out, right? They fill out the SS uh, eight mm. form right there. The fuck, hang up, boom. Not born, <laughs> midwife. Born at home with a midwife. <laughs> yeah. Okay, five years old. Yes. Come on in. Bring the kid in with his birth certificate, and we'll check it out. And if he doesn't have one, we'll issue one. Yeah. Hang up. Sorry. Hey, kids in Brazil right now with the mother gone i need the That's social good. what else yeah wow still sorry there's nothing i can do i mean if, if the child's over 12 months old we have to see the child mm-hmm. okay boom call back keep in mind you wait 30 45 minutes every this is an all-day thing <laughs> yeah literally. So you call back you put it on speaker you do something else suddenly boop you know they, they keep counting down you you know 15 minutes you know tw- uh 10 minutes yeah, you know, five yeah. Minutes. so hey child 10 months old out of the country uh, uh i need a social security number a social security, not born in a hospital, born with a midwife. Wife has them in Brazil right now. Need the social. And they go, <laughs> you have to bring them in, or you have to come in with a birth certificate and a shot record. Okay, you understand I don't have my, my, my daughter, whoever it is, you know, whatever, daughter, son, whatever, I forgot what I said. You know, whoever it is, I don't have, you know, no, no, it's okay. 
burst rate. And I was like, well, why the shot record? With the shot record, every month or two, they have to get new shots, and it shows that he's, he's alive. Mm. Perfect. I go online. I find out how to get a shot record. I, I then make a shot record. <gasps> I make a, birth Brilliant. make a birth certificate for a kid. I order the secure document paper. Wow. I order the seal. Um, that was a whole issue. Like I go all, in my book, I go all into like how many calls, how many of this, what I told them. I kept altering it yeah. every until eventually I got them to make a seal. It's mm -hmm. not the exact seal, but it's similar sounding. Yeah, it was like yeah. it was like um, instead of like the uh, statistical, instead of instead of it saying God I forget what it said. It was like state of South Carolina statistical, not, not statistical, but um, vital records, what whatever. Uh, you know. I put, you know, um, virtual records, um, you know, virtual records, you know, uh, company of South Carolina or something. Well, so if you see it, and then when I got it, I just etched out a couple of things, and then I beat it up really good. I took sandpaper and, and just did the seal over and over until it wore down. And then when you did it, it looked pretty good. You could see South Carolina. You could see records. You could see a little bit of, of the virtual, you know, the yeah. So it was like, okay, pretty good. And I remember when I handed it to them, and, and this happened several times when I would go to the DMV and get like fake, get them to give me driver's licenses and IDs, and you give them the paper, they would take it and they'd go, okay, okay. And they'd do this with the seal. They'd go, okay, and they'd hand it and they'd put it to the side. And I mean, the first time it happened, I, I remember thinking, hey, you admire that. <laughs> Take a look. You know how long? Yeah. That, whoa, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was so. I was, like, <laughs> I was like. I was. I was irritated. Yeah. Yeah. Touch it more. They, they, <laughs> they, they didn't. They didn't even scrutinize it. It was like. Oh, it was like. Man. Boom. Boom. Psh, okay. Uh, go ahead and stand over there. What the, what the You're like. Wait. That's, I'm an artist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking perfect. <laughs> Three hours. <laughs> I splashed coffee on it. <laughs> I, I baked it. I folded oh. it five times. I, I I I sprayed hairspray on it. I, I mean, I really worked on this fucking thing, <laughs> and it was just. Just like, holy shit. So, yeah, it was upsetting. Um, I'm sure I wanted to frame, put it yeah, in like yeah. a nice frame. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so, what, uh, so anyway, yeah, what I did was I, I went into Social Security with the thing and the birth certificate and the whole thing. And I remember the first time I went in, they said, yeah, this is no good. Mm -hmm. uh, what? Can you imagine? I'm mean, just the yeah. shock that went. The heat shot up. I was going to ask if you get that. Yeah. yeah, I do. And, and this is what's so funny about that is everybody tells me like, Bro, aren't you nervous? Weren't you nervous? I'm like, no. I mean, I'm, or it's not that I'm not nervous. You don't look nervous. I don't yeah. look nervous. And You're guys are like, you didn't flinch. Like you didn't. Yeah. You weren't. You didn't seem nervous at all. And I, I'm freaking. <laughs> oh God, yeah. I'm trembling. It's like if you, they put their hand like on my chest, they'd have yeah. been like, Jesus, yeah. you're about to die. <laughs> Over a social security number. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've been. I've been. My I've Brazilian gone to child. Use, <laughs> I've been. I've gone to use fake credit cards. And, like, my buddy's with me, right? So we go and we go shopping or whatever, and I go to pull out a credit card. It's a real credit card. Yeah. But it's in the name of someone who doesn't exist. <laughs> you know, it's a completely fictitious person. And I put the card, but I am the ordered the card. Like, I got a, I got a MasterCard or I've got a, an American Express with, like, a $3,000 limit. I pull it out. I put it down. And, uh, you know, my your buddy's to sit next to you. And all of a sudden, he's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he's, like, looking around, and, and it's like. I mean, he's ready to bolt, and it's like, bro, you're just standing next to me. Yeah. yeah. The cop showed up right now and said, that's fake. This is a lie. This is all bullshit. This is yeah. fraud. You could say, see you. 
Yeah. And they're not going to even talk. They, they might be like, how do you know this guy? Like, oh, yeah. this is my buddy Matt. I don't know that. You, know, <laughs> yeah. you do whatever. They're like, not thinking n- 10 steps ahead like you yeah, are, Yeah, you're though. not in trouble. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and, I, I'm, and not just that. I would sit there, and, the, and I've had them. In the old days, they don't do this anymore. They would look at the driver's license, right? Or, I'm sorry, the credit card. They would swipe it, and if they – if there was a fraud alert, like now they just cancel, like it doesn't go through. Yeah. And they'll call you on your phone or something. Mm. They would swipe it and they would go, oh, I have to call the merchant. Like I have to call oh, yeah. them. And they would pick up the phone and call. So if you if you knew something was wrong, most guys bolt. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, J- this guy, Boziak, John Boziak, he would actually lean over and snatch the card and be like, that's the third time that's happened. I'm done. I'm just good call. away. Yeah. That's oh, a really sorry. good call. That's okay. So yeah, and, and leave like I w- that to me that's gutsy. Like I'm not gonna cry. Oh, yeah. Like I, w- but I know that the card's okay. Like I'm, I am the fake person. <laughs> yeah. So I know you didn't, you didn't yeah. talk to Lee Black. Yeah. Lee Black didn't call in because Lee Black doesn't exist. Yeah. I am so, the phantom. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so they would go. Oh, we gotta call the merchant. They pick up the phone and they call, and they go. Um. Yeah. Uh. I'm not sure. Um. What's your social security number? And I would go, or not your social, but like, what's the last four digits of your social? Or what is your, they would say like, what's your date of birth? And I would go, huh, you know what? Hold on. Let me see who I am today. Yeah. 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 I pull out my car and my buddy's ready to bolt. Yeah. And I go, hold on. Who am I? Oh, to, I'm Lee Black. And my, and I pull out my car. I go, my date of birth is 7 7 1970. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 And they go, He's July 7, 1907. Yeah. They would giggle and laugh and hang up the phone. They go, okay, oh fine. They hang God. up and they'd go through. The truth, I don't remember the fucking date of birth. <laughs> so you take it to what a level s- of like absurd composure to where they think they're fucking. What am I going to yeah, say? Exactly. Yeah. Gosh, bro, I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's, uh, uh, why? Yeah. Just wait. I'll be like, you know what? That's a great question. That's an excellent question. <laughs> Let me go ahead. Hold on a second. <laughs> let's let's of, look at this together. Let's, yeah. It kind of expels the out. doubt, and it puts yeah. the doubt onto them, and then they're kind of unsure. Like, yeah. Am I? But they're not. Look, <laughs> let me tell you. One thing about people is they're not. They're not thinking fraud. Yeah. Yeah. If you're, um, I always say this to my buddies, my uh, any of my buddies who are black. I'm like, well, I got the three C's going for me, <laughs> and they're like, what's that? I'm like, cunning, charismatic. And Caucasian. I was about. I was, and if that wasn't there. I was going to be like, and Caucasian. Caucasian, because they always, you know, they're always like, "You're a black man. You wouldn't have got rid of none of that. You wouldn't have gotten away with it." That's not true. I've, I owned a mortgage company. I don't care. I've had women come in with in in big fuzzy flip flops and moo moos, and and come in and and they're. I'm desperate to get you alone. I don't care what you look like. I don't yeah. care if your whole body is tattooed. Mm. And I have to. I'm. I'm Desperate, I want to get you alone. Like you, your appearance or race or creep doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah, it's I, I need to get you alone. That's well, because it benefits you because you benefits, get a commission. Ex- right. Absolutely. So if they're thinking, well, you go in the bank. They, they want to give you if you have the documents. Mm-hmm. They don't care what you look like. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, so, but they're not immediately believing that you're lying. Yes, but they're sure. not suspicious. Yeah. And if something goes wrong, they're not questioning it. Mm-hmm. Especially since I'm not ready to leave the bank. I'm ready to argue. Yeah, I'm staying here. Yeah. Like most people will bolt. Uh, That's the I'm, dead giveaway when you bolt. No, totally. I'm not bolting. Totally, no. We're going to sit here. We're going to talk about it and get on the phone, get your manager, whatever. I don't know what's going on at the bank yeah. right now, but I want to talk to somebody. Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm sitting there. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel like you're acting? Do you feel like you're inhabiting a character? Or do you feel like there's a character of this like I, calm person? Somebody asked that? me that the other day. Like, do you feel like, like, would, did you act? differently per person like no just yeah, being me. black yeah. you know was abused yeah. as a child or right whatever. right yeah i'm i'm i 
you know, what I said was, I said the only thing I could say is that, like, I had this feeling like I was, and I used to say it was like the, the 007 uh, syndrome, mm-hmm. where I felt like I would walk in, and I, and I even, there was a chick, Amanda, or, uh, not Amanda, um, Rebecca Houck, and she would always get nervous walking in someplace, and she'd be like, I'm so freaking, I'm freaking out, I'm freaking out. I go, w- you walk in there like you own the fucking joint. Yeah, absolutely. You say, can I get something to drink? Can I this? Hey, what's up? With the- Where's the bathroom? Where's Jim? How long do I have yeah. to wait? You be an <laughs> asshole. Yeah. yeah. You be an asshole, and they won't think anything's wrong. And she's like, are you serious? Like, I don't know. And I'm like, ah, it, that's what. You, that's just what you do. It works. Ask for the manager. Yeah. Right. Let's go. Let, and, and, and so that's what I, that's, to me, I would walk in and, you know, I'm not in a hurry because, but I am like, all right, well, yeah, no, we're going to. So they issue this, uh, tell me about the, w- the, the, when they first issue a, so- a social security number to you that yeah, well, for a non-existent person. Well, so I, I ended up with that, like that didn't happen until actually, you know, later when I started that scam. Mm. But basically what I did was I started creating these fake people. Right. Mm-hmm. So I would get the socials and I would order the birth certificates. Oops. I would get the socials and I would order the credit cards. Mm-hmm. So you, I would create a fake person. Right. So if you if I pull credit, if I if I pull credit for somebody named, um, you know, let's say uh, David Silver. And I have a date of birth for a 35 year old man and I have a social security card for him. I'm so, that's never been pulled. I'm social security number that's never been pulled. Mm. So I use this address, David Silver, seven seven nineteen seventy whatever, um, and you know this social security number which has never been used before, and I know that. Mm. And I use this address, and I pull that credit. Of course, he gets denied because he has no credit. He has History, no yeah. right now. They're gonna. It's also gonna ask like, well, where does he work? Well, he works for Bay Area gutters of Tampa Bay, Florida. He's worked there for five years. Uh, he's lived at this residence for 10 years. You know, you, you say the right, what does he make? He makes mm-hmm. $75,000 a year. He's a salesman. So you you answer those questions consistently mm-hmm. uh, the same and you answer it, but he's going to get denied. He's got no credit. There's no profile. It's a no profile found, but guess what? You turn around and pull it again two days later or shoot an hour later. Guess what it now says? It now, well, now it says all that, yeah, right? Yeah. And it says one inquiry an hour earlier, and it doesn't say no profile found. Mm-hmm. So what I do is I would go on, I apply for a couple credit cards, and then I would turn around and I would get secured credit cards because most of those credit or the, these companies would say we can't get you give you a credit. Bank of America would say, well, we can't give you a, a card, but we can give you a secured card. If you're willing to put up 500 bucks, yes, I am. <laughs> so I have $500. They mail me the card. I've got a $500 credit card. And now they're reporting every single month saying, hey, David Silver with this social security number, with this date of birth, living at this address, has a credit card. And you're paying it. And he's paying it. Mm-hmm. And so I would get three secured credit cards because I know what the underwriting guidelines are. The perfect person has three trade lines. Now, it's, it, there's a certain mix they want, but the minimum you have to have is three trade lines. And at that time, you had over a 620 credit score. Now it's like 650. But regardless, in six months, I've got six, I got like 700 credit scores. Out of the gate, I'm way above board. Mm-hmm. And I've been on my job for five years. How do you know that? I can make the W-2s pay stubs. You can call the employer. You can check the tax ID number. The company's been around for 10 years. You, here's the W-2s and pay stubs. Here's the address. Here's this. You can mail them something. All fake. With, all fake. Yeah, are, all okay, fake. I was about to ask. I was wow, like, man. No. You can buy on, if you go on like, um, 
if you go on SunBiz, uh, which is Secretary Treasurer for uh, Florida, like any companies that have been like are ten years old, if they get a couple of mo- a couple of years behind, not paying their fee, their their um their corporate fee, mm. then they go into inactive status, and then they stay there for three years. And after like three years, you can buy you can buy the They're company. Com- oh, wow. So now I have a company that's five years old. I just have to pay those back fees. Beautiful. And you can change your the name. You can do everything. <laughs> right. Is, do you ever get to a point where you're like, this is just a lot of work? You know what I it, mean? And, I mean and you are an art. You are an artist because you had a fine arts degree, as you've said. I got I got t-shirts. I have t-shirts that say it. Oh, that's great. That's These guys send they they send me pictures of themselves <laughs> wearing the t-shirts, and we're like, I have a bunch of guys that this was hilarious because one of the one of the things that happened to me was the, the Gary, this thing where I was Gary Sullivan, and these guys are constantly they have they all have the shirts at work, and they constantly make jokes about Gary Sullivan. Dude, that was the name Gary Sullivan. Yeah, that, I, I'll t- I'll tell you the story if we, if, if we get there. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> it's already slow. No, no, no I'm it's, 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 it's too and in, it's too entertaining and interesting because it's just crazy because like this is all still it's still sounding. I want to get to the point where you're like on the side of the street getting social security numbers from homeless people. Well, I'm, I'm, what happens is I, I, start, so I, I start making all those fake people, and I drive the area, the prices up. So now each person that I make, and I've made everybody, like the names I'm making, I can make up any name I want, but, you know, Quentin Tarantino, Reservoir Dogs, right? So mm-hmm. I, Mr. Brown. I, <laughs> right. So I, I start name everybody, you know, James Green, Lee Black, Michael White, David Silver, uh, William wow. Blue, um, uh, Brandon Green. So I, names, so I have all these. <laughs> You're leaving a little bit of a trail too. Yeah. I, I'm not thinking like that. Yeah, though. Yeah, I'm yeah. not. Nobody's looking. Mm-hmm. And, and keep in mind. So these guys are buying houses for forty thousand. They're cleaning up just the outside. I'm getting an appraisal. You know, getting an appraisal done on the house, and then I'm refinancing the house at like eighty percent value. So I'm getting a hundred sixty thousand dollar loan on a house that I bought for forty and put ten into. I get fi- I got fifty grand in this house. I'm making a hundred thousand dollars at wow. least one hundred one ten. And so that's happening, and th- I end up borrowing like $11.5 million in all these guys' names over the course of like 18 months to maybe maybe two years, maybe close like to two One years. neighborhood you're focused on? Yeah, focused on Ybor City. Oh, uh, okay. Mm, Ybor City. Yeah, developing. They said, um, I think Forbes said that like Ybor City was, the year I was doing it was the I think it was in the top 20 fastest-growing zip codes in the mm. nation. might have been top 10. So, yeah, that's right in my face, and I've oh, got to oh, take a sorry. fucking— Sorry, buddy. Sorry. I, I have a drug test. So, um, you're killing me. I'm not sure how it works, but— No, it wouldn't kill It's CBD anyways. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Honestly, I think you can actually uh, fail at like five, four or five different drugs. At this point, they're almost sending nobody back to prison because— because of COVID. Oh, uh, so, yeah. They I wouldn't know, want you even yeah. in there. Well, I know. Guy, well, because, you know, look, you, you got let's say you got a two-year sentence. You go to prison, boom, catch COVID and die. Mm. Like, I actually know a guy that got, like, an 18-month sentence. I don't know him. Oh, yeah. But there was, a, there was an article, and I know the guy that wrote the article, and he called me and told me, fucking guy got 18 months, went to prison, there a month, got COVID, died. Oh, Crazy. God. So, wow. anyway. Damn. Um, oh, it's horrible yeah. in prisons. So, Ebor City, you're saying the Ebor City, so I drove the price of, of the area up. I pulled the money out. Well, then one day, <laughs> you crazy. drove the price of the whole area. Yeah, <laughs> it went from I want to say, you know, I forget what the medium price was initially. It was like a hundred thousand. I drove it up to like 
250,000 or something. You were the reason Ebor City was on the Forbes list. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, man. And and towards the end, like we were, we were recording values of houses at 350, 450. I mean, we because the houses, people weren't selling their houses reasonably anymore. Okay, Mm -hmm. you had your house, you wanted 50,000. Six months later, I it's too much. Yeah. Yeah. Six months later, I come back. I go, okay, I'll give you 50,000. And you suddenly say, no, I want 70,000. No. Yeah. Yeah. Six months later, I come back. Okay, seventy thousand. They go. No, I want a hundred thousand. This is the same piece of shit that's abandoned right here, right? That you wanted fifty thousand a year ago. Yeah. And they're like, and they would go, Yeah, bro, but have you seen the prices that these houses are selling? Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah, whole yeah, area is going, and they're not going. I just happen to buy so many houses. Yeah. So we had to keep raising the prices. Wow. So, eventually, um, eventually, what happened is the FBI figured it figured that something was going on. Um, mm-hmm. Even though these houses were going to foreclosure, I'd stop paying, and they'd go into foreclosure, and the banks didn't realize it. But a, a, a buddy I knew got in trouble, wow. and he he cooperated, and so the FBI comes to arrest me. Well, he, he told he told them about you. Yeah. Damn. Wow. Yeah. Did he know? Yeah. He's got a daughter. Yeah. He didn't fucking you know. Yeah. Look, yeah. listen. There's no code. Uh, oh, it's okay. just bullshit. That's it's all, all in the bullshit. movies. It's all bullshit. There's just no code. Like you might get one out of listen. It's like eighty or ninety percent of fucking uh, of guys fucking cooperate. The fact oh, is, man. is that do I stay true to my buddy that I already know is a scumbag, or do I try and get back to my wife and two kids as yeah. quickly as possible? No brainer. Your wife's crying. Your parents are crying. Yeah. Your buddy, by the way, is going to be trying to bang your fucking wife as soon as you get out, <laughs> and he's not going to send you money, mm-hmm. and he's going to talk and tell all your buddies that you're, you're a scumbag. I mean, it's just, it's just like, like who do you like this, this whole, this whole bullshit code thing is supposed to be like like omarta is you take care i'll go to prison i keep my mouth shut you take care of my of my family you send me money you you help me they forgot about all that yeah Yeah. right it's just down to don't tell on me Mm -hmm. you're a scumbag i got no fucking i got i got no problem telling on you at all and in your situation you had no one to tell on and what in that situation just just overall when you ended up getting caught if you could have flipped on somebody i would have flipped i flipped on (laughs) no i flipped on everybody you barely didn't Uh. don't know I try. I tried. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody yeah. had already flipped on me. Yeah. <laughs> so this isn't that enough. <laughs> yeah. So so, but I take off. Like my buddy told, they form a task force. The FBI comes to arrest me. Well, I have another friend who works, who's a Hillsborough County Sheriff's deputy. He comes to me and says, "Look, the FBI is going to come arrest you in a couple of days." There was a task force. They handed it to the FBI. They're coming to get you. Oh damn! So I take off on the run. So with this chick that I'd known about a month. Oh, had shit. no idea. She's, she's your Bonnie. She's, yeah, yeah, the Bonnie and Clyde of <laughs> bank fraud. Um, and or mortgage leaving, fraud. You're leaving Florida? Or is this in Florida? So oh, no, I go. I leave Florida immediately. I go straight to straight to Atlanta. I, I only We have like 80 grand. People always get upset when I say this. But, I mean, it's that's no money. Relative. I can't live on 80 grand. Relative, okay? Yeah. Um, so I have to start my whole new life. I have to get, you know, you can't, you can't do anything with 80 grand. So yeah. I go straight to Atlanta. We rent a house from some guy. The, the 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 guy the the guy that ended the, up uh, the statue guy yeah so I go we rent his house I then go downtown and I satisfy the loan on his house so now I rent the house in your name uh-huh. his name was Michael Shanahan I rent the house in Michael Shanahan's name I make a fake ID for Michael Shanahan I open a couple bank accounts. I satisfy the loan on his house. I call a couple hard money lenders. They come out. They go, your house is worth 200000 I said, that's right. They go, well, I'll lend you 150000 on it. I say, great. Three, so within a day or two, <laughs> three guys show up. 
I close those loans a week later with different title companies. <laughs> I get 150000 150000 I get like 400 and change. Damn. $400,000. They give me the money. I deposit the money in the banks. I start pulling the money out. Start, you know, taking out cash. 9000 8000 7000 that's a that's a story where one time I went in with a check for twenty nine thousand. Oh, this is crazy! The guy gave yeah. me a hard time. You ever heard of this? No. See, no, I like no, that. No. I like that you. I'm I did talk no to you research. I did. I was like, let, I don't even. <laughs> yeah, forget them. <laughs> <laughs> that story is great. You so what happens that. is, is I, I refinance the house, right? So mm-hmm. it. I, so, I go into the bank now. My girlfriend, the whole time. Keep in mind, the whole time. Every time I would walk into a bank, she's uh-huh. sitting in the car because a lot of times I would cash checks on her account or on mm-hmm. my account, and they would call to to verify the account, and she mm-hmm. would say, "Oh yeah, that's us, that's so and so," and right. Mm-hmm. So I had actually had a check for twenty nine thousand dollars. It was a it was actually it was actually a cashier's check. I had taken the original check and had it divvied up okay. in a different check. So I have a check that was based on another check. That's irrelevant. Uh-huh. The point is, I got a twenty nine thousand dollars check made out to a guy named Scott Cugno. Uh-huh. I have a real ID in Scott Cugno's name. <laughs> So um, I go in and I say, hey, you know, I'm trying to cash this check. And the woman says, okay, well, I gotta, you have to talk to the manager. That's a big check. I said, okay. Well, it's a cash branch. They have the money. Uh-huh. So a lot of banks don't have the money. Mm. So I go in. I sit down. The manager comes over. He looks at the thing, looks at my get, you know, ID, credit card. Okay. And he says, uh, yeah, why, are you, um, why are you cashing the check? And I went, I'm cashing the check because I need the cash. And I'm actually I actually work for a payroll company or I, mean, I actually work for a labor company and I cash the guy's checks for him like these guys will get a check for $2000 they go they get charged like 10% if they go to a check cashing place so I mm. I know the check is good cuz it's my company yeah. so I cash the check for him and he was like okay that makes sense that makes sense and then he leaves and he comes back and he goes and I remember my girlfriend calls me and she's like what are you doing? I'm like, oh, nothing. They're just running some verifications. I mean, they yeah. do it all the time. It's not, I mean, they're just verif- running some verifications. No big deal. She's like, get out of the bank. Just get come come. Look, forget that check. And I'm like, calm the fuck down. But call me if the cops show up. You yeah. know, I'll, yeah. I'll run out of the bank and I'll meet you at Publix or something. Yeah. <laughs> calm down. And she's like, and she was, she's like, what if something happens? I'm like, if something happens, I'll be arrested as this guy. Yeah. It's a real ID. They're not going to wow. run like like it's a real driver's license. Everything I have is real. So they're going to arrest me for something like some bullshit charge that's wow. probably not true. Like, mm-hmm. and, and you can get me out on bond before they figure out who I am. Because back then, they, they didn't automatically – they weren't all plugged into NCIC. Yeah, yeah. Even now, I, from my understanding, is they're not plugged in. They still have to – first of all, they pay. Like call on state to state is different. Well, well they pay. They also oh, okay. pay. So if your identity is not in question – then why would we run it? You've got a valid driver's license. Everything's valid. There's nothing for us to question whether this is you or not. Yeah. Why would we run you against NCIC? Yeah. Like why? We, we have to, and we have to pay. And, and a lot of companies do it, or a lot of of, uh, of these places do it in batches. Like once a week they do it. Okay. So I said, I said, look, the worst that'll happen is you know I get arrested. You go get me a go get me a lawyer. Get me out on bond. Any any shitty lawyer can get me out on bond immediately on some cashing a check or yeah, something yeah. stupid yeah. like that mm. which which won't even make sense because their money's there yeah. yeah so she's like okay okay I, I hang up the phone guy comes back and he goes mr cugno like, keep in mind the guy's house i refinance his name michael shanahan but i'm scott cugno he goes mr cugno i have a question for you he goes sure he goes why don't you deposit this in your own bank account why cash it and i went well because my bank account's in florida and we're in georgia and they're going to hold it for like 10 days at the bank account so that's what they used to do and i was like so i need the cash now 
the check is good. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I know, I know. It's just, okay. He leaves. My girlfriend calls. What's taking so long? I don't know. The guy's a dick. I don't know. Uh, Calm down. <laughs> Hang up. Comes back. He goes, how did you get the check? And I go, my company, you know, th- there's a guy. We, we're putting an addition on a guy's house. He refinanced the house. He paid for the addition. He cut me a check. He owed us money. And he goes, that makes sense. Okay, okay. And he leaves. So I'm sitting there. My girlfriend calls. Get out of the bank. Get out of the bank. I'm telling you, it's taking too long. It's taking too long. I'm like, come on, get out of the bank. Guy's got a check for $29,000, my driver's license, and my credit card. If I fucking leave, he's definitely calling the police. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But she's also thinking, like, you guys are already on the run to begin with. Yeah. Right, but I'm... It's a valuable ID. But I'm good. <laughs> I'm good, though. I know yeah. I'm. I know what he can do. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I know. So yeah. all of a sudden, <laughs> my phone rings. I hang up the phone. My phone rings. I pick it up, and I look at it, and I don't recognize the, the name. I mean, it's, it's like a local number. I don't recognize it. So I answer it, and I go, hello? And this chick goes, hi, you know, uh, is this Mr. Uh, Shanahan, Michael Shanahan? I go, yes, it is. And she said, hi, Mr. Shanahan, this is Kimberly from SunTrust Bank or South Trust Bank or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, yes. <laughs> and I started looking around. And I'm in, I'm in the bank. Yeah. I'm like, yes. And she goes, we, we have a Scott Cugno in, in the bank trying to cash a check on, a, on a, cash, a cashier's check that was based on a check that was issued to you from, the title, from a title company, you know, whatever, SunTrust Title Company or whatever, Whoa. Green Tree Title Company. Yeah. And I'm like. Okay, and she goes, "Can you? We're just starting. If you cut him, if you actually issue the check and try and verify the information, and if it's accurate." And I went, "Yeah, actually, it's, it's Scott Cugno, and the, the check was for twenty nine thousand dollars." And yeah, that's I absolutely, absolutely, I, I got gave him a cashier's check, and she's like, "Okay, well, thank you so much, and I really do appreciate that." And and uh, okay, thank you. And I was like, "Okay, okay, uh, yeah, thanks." I go, "How'd you get my number?" Because she called information, she would have gotten the real yeah. Michael Shannon. There's a oh, real Michael Shannon. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. But that's he would the guy you were renting from, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So she says, oh, well, it was cut. The cashier's check was issued off of a check that was cut from the title company. So we called the title company. They're a client of ours. They gave us your phone number, <laughs> which happened to be my phone. Oh, my God. What? So I'm like, okay, no problem. Hang up the phone. Five minutes later, the guy wa- the manager walks out with some woman. They count out $29,000 twice, hands it to me. I put it in my pocket. I was shoving it in my pocket when the guy says, the manager goes, Mr. Cugno, because I, I, I'd like to say I feel very apprehensive about this transaction. And I go, really? Well, what is it exactly? And he goes, yeah, I can't put my finger on it. And I go, it'll come to you. <laughs> and I walk off. And he just sat there. It'll and I'm come he, to he you. told he knew something wasn't right. Yeah. It'll yeah. come to you. That's a little, that's it, did, it did. Probably a yeah. week later when the Secret Service showed up and said, you fucking gave this guy 29000 <laughs> Oh, my God. So I walked out. I got in the fucking car. And I, I remember I walked out. I got in the car, started the car. And I looked at, I looked at Becky. I remember I just burst out laughing. <laughs> fucking believe this shit <laughs> they call it. i told her what happened she's like she's like, you you know you we got to get out of here we got to this we got so we end up we, we ended up cashing out like whatever it was four hundred thousand. so and then we left and then we went to south carolina and uh i rented a what well, we went to north carolina and we lived in downtown charlotte that was awesome oh, okay yeah it was awesome yeah um we're in like a condo wow. it was amazing uh right across the street from the bank of america building so <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but then I went to South Carolina and I started running a scam in South Carolina. Mm. And when I was in South Carolina, I bought a house 
um, I bought a house in the name of a homeless guy. <laughs> Guy's name was Gary Sullivan. Wow. And I start refinancing the house, right? So, so I, I, buy the, I buy the house. I satisfy the loan on the house, and then I refinance the house a bunch of times, right? But I refinanced two houses. There was a smaller house that was worth like 110000 This other one was worth like 230000 225 I think. Wow. So I'm pulling the money out. That's the one with the Gary Sullivan one where I had opened up, also opened up a, a, corpor- a couple corporations and opened up bank accounts in the corporation so I can launder the money quicker. Uh-huh. That's the one where one time I had a lawyer, corporate lawyer. And so I had refinanced the house, and at some point, one of the title company people figured out that there was another loan on the property. So she calls Washington Mutual. Washington Mutual's lawyer calls me, and they says, listen, bro. He's like, listen, uh, is this Gary Sullivan? I'm like, yes, it is. And he's like, we have a, a loan on the house. Like, you know, we're in second position. There's another loan in, like, first position. What's going on? I'm like, you know, that's an excellent question. Let me get back with you as soon as possible. I'm going to go contact my lawyer, and I'm going to have him call you right now, and we're going to work this out. And I hang up the phone. Drive to my corporate lawyer. I tell him basically what's, on the, what's going on. I get there. He come, we have a conference, and he brings in his, his, his partner who's a criminal lawyer, and he says, okay, Mr. Sullivan, you know, Gary, tell me what's happening. I said, this is what's happening. I refinanced that house like five times. Mm-hmm. They're like, what? I'm like, yeah. So I've got like $500,000 I owe on this fucking house. <laughs> I said, I owe these guys 100000 I got another one, and I got a couple more on the back. So I said, they're on second position. And, and I said, so you need to call this guy, call the lawyer, get, get him to uh, agree to not contact the, anybody. Yeah. Not contact anyone, and I need him to, um, to agree to that, and I'll pay him back the 100000 And he goes, you have the 100000 I said, absolutely, I have the 100000 And he goes, okay. So he calls the guy, and he, he calls Washington Mutual's lawyer, and they agree. Look, if he pays this plus the, the, um, the points on the back of the loan and the, the, the first payment, like yeah. they add up a bunch of shit. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I'll pay it. I'll pay it. So he goes, okay, fine. So I go, and I, I, uh, I go and I get it. But this is where these guys laugh because what happened is that the two, the two lawyers are there, and they said, okay, well, that's the first one. What about this, the other ones? And I went – with the other, the other mortgages on the back? And they were like, yeah. And I said, they go, what if they find out? And I go, well, if they find out, I said, I leave town. Yeah. And they start laughing, and they go, they go, Gary, Gary. They said, you can't just leave town. They, they have your name, your social security, yeah. your date of birth. They go, they'll, this the FBI. They'll find you like that. And I go, well, you're assuming my name's Gary Sullivan. Oh, my God. Oh, and they just were like, Damn. And I mean, they. I and I, I remember at that oh, moment. I remember shit. thinking, they don't meet a lot of people like me. No, yeah. no. You no. can go peek behind the curtain. Yeah, yeah. And I and I and I just looked at it. And he goes, "Well, uh, um, we'll uh, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it." I said, "Right. My current problem is this. Let's wow. get him." Baby. I go get the money. I come back. I give him the fucking. I give him the cashier's check. Like they wanted me to go to a Washington Mutual branch. The guy from Washington Mutual. Yeah. I was like, I'm "Not walking no, to Washington. No. Are you nuts?" Set you up. Jeez. Right. So I was like, "Fuck you." <laughs> so I bring back the cashier's check. I give it to him. And I remember too, I think I say this on concrete. He then asked me like, "Well, we need to discuss my fee." And I was thinking to myself, I "Already got the service." <laughs> yeah. Like I was like yeah. I was like, I "Okay." Walk out right now. <laughs> I was like I went, "Okay, so what um what what is it?" I said, "Well, what do you what do you think? I said, you've worked for like a couple hours. He goes, well, I think 1500 bucks. 
I went, okay. So I pull out my wallet. I start <laughs> counting out the cash. And he goes, well, we don't, we typically take a check. We don't typically take cash. And I go, after what you just heard, yeah, yeah, take yeah, a check. Yeah, you'd yeah, rather have kidding. a check. From Gary <laughs> Sullivan. <laughs> from yeah. Gary Sullivan. And he was like, oh, no, I'll, I'll take <laughs> yeah. the You were helping him out there. Yeah, I was like, come on, man. You don't want to talk to the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> It'll come to you. <laughs> Holy so fuck, at this, man. But at this point, you have, because um, people are probably thinking like, oh, you're on the lam. You know what I mean? But you had gotten some surgery done right like you look different than how you looked in florida by this point i mean i had a i've had a nose job you could do that that's funny you could put up the old picture yeah sure oh like yeah we'll do that picture <laughs> yeah we should um, do that i have picture i can show you i can send some pictures but um yeah i got a nose job like my nose was much more bulbous mm-hmm. i only say that because that's what the surgeon said he's like i was like you know i want to kind of define my nose he goes yeah you want to get it but he's like, yeah it's, it's, it's bulbous it's very bulbous and i was <laughs> thinking to myself Bulbous, bulbous <laughs> nose. <laughs> Did you say? Um, so I had that done. I had a, a what's called a mini uh, facelift. Mm. Um, I had liposuction. I had uh, um, two hair uh, grafts. So you know, I had some some I had some some work done. I mean, you look significantly different. I mean, I think I look. Di- if you put the pictures up to each other, I mean, you can only you can only look so different. Yeah, right. right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, is if you look at the, my nose, you would say, oh yeah, no, his nose is way different. If you mm. look at you know, definitely my features were different, and and that's clear because I had actually gone into a title company one time. Uh, it was actually it was as Gary Sullivan. Same thing. Gary Sullivan had some very close oh, calls. There. So I actually had gone into a title company once, and the guy, the lawyer, came out. The lawyer came out and he put the put open up the file and said, "Okay, go ahead and I don't know what's going on over there." Sorry. He was like, "He was like, sign here, you know, here, so, uh, sign here." And he started to slide the stuff and he looked at me and he goes, "Can you hold on a second? And I went, <laughs> "Sure." He got up and he walked, took the file, walked in the other room, and he actually had my wanted poster on the on oh the. Oh my god! Yeah, I, and he said he looked at it and he went. Now he, he was like, "Huh." And he opened up the file, and he looked at the file, and he looked, and he was like, "Okay, well, this guy, this guy's wanted out of um, out of Atlanta, Georgia. This guy has worked for the same company for five years, and he just moved here from Florida. So this can't be the same yeah, guy. Yeah, like for some reason that the fact that it said identity theft underneath mm. it, and it said all these other things. The fact is that for some reason he was like." <laughs> Yeah, that's not the same guy. Wow. Walked in and said, yeah, I'm sorry, Mr. Sultan. Go ahead and sign here and sign in. You know, I walked out of there with like a check for like a couple hundred thousand dollars. <sighs> Holy shit. So, yeah. It's like what you're it, – it's it's back to your original point of people aren't assuming fraud. Right. Mm-mm. It's well, almost like they're filling in the gaps of these things with their own stories of how you're good. Right. E- even, even though that was a clear case where he did. Like he definitely thought it. Yeah. But he – you know, and I'm sitting there, and I'm I'm well dressed, and I'm 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 not ready to leave. I'm not nervous. I'm like, yeah, go ahead, take take your time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, hanging out, whatever. <laughs> it's like they don't want to be seen as the person who's like doubting someone too. It's like that social etiquette of like you don't want to be the, the yeah that, asshole. Like, that would be yeah. That's an awkward situation. To yeah, be, to be like we're oh, accusing somebody. Or could you imagine if he's like, oh, this is definitely. And then he calls the cops, and the cops show up, and it's not the guy. Yeah, yeah like, you <laughs> don't he's going to look like a clown. Right, yeah. right. So, you know, um, yeah, so that was another, that was also Gary Sullivan. That was also where I got caught in the bank. I actually got arrested. I was handcuffed and brought downtown. But when I was handcuffed, I was handcuffed in the bank, and the, a, a investigator shows up and questions me because I had, like, three. they found that I had three mortgages on this one house. I actually had, like, five or six of them. But— <laughs> 
They found three. Was this on Gary Sullivan? Gary's another oh, Gary wow. Sullivan. I told you he has some close calls. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I mean, retire I, that name. <laughs> I, I mean, I, we got to be running out. But um, no, no. I mean, it's cool. I, I like. Um, I think you're, I think it's great. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I. There's just so much more to your story too. It's like we didn't even get to like you and Becky, how you got okay. caught. Oh my God! Like I think the way you got caught is just so. Yeah, I picture that scene in Goodfellas. You know where it's. You know what I mean. <laughs> like, like, like where it, it's going through that one day, and he's like, "I had to drop off the guns here, then drop them off over there, and then I went over here." And, and then at the end, he gets arrested, and they're, they're holding a the gun to his head. When you, when I've heard this story, I was like, "That's how we would shoot that. It would be like this montage." <laughs> I haven't of, heard it yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want to? No, well, the quick version. Is, well, first, I got. I ended up almost get. I got arrested. I got grabbed and questioned and handcuffed. And I convinced them that I convinced the detective that the guy from Wachovia, the head of the head of Wachovia security is absolutely wrong. <laughs> I haven't done anything I'm wrong. I'm Gary Sullivan. Um, there's an issue at the bank. I don't know what these loan officers did, but I certainly didn't do anything. I work for a labor company. Here's my business card. Here's my driver's license. Wow. You can mm. you can check. You know, I give them wow. my whole golly gee whiz face. You know, golly gee whiz <laughs> officer. I wouldn't do anything oh wrong. God. I don't. I wouldn't know how to do this. This is what the loan officers. They need to talk to them because this is. They set this whole thing up. They said it was perfectly fine. I didn't even think that. How is this illegal? I have a wow. first mortgage, second mortgage, and a, and a, and a HELOC. I, it made perfect sense. They, they and he's like, yeah, something, something's up. Something's up with the bank. I mean, he's definitely on. He's my on side. your side. Yeah. <laughs> guy from Wachovia <laughs> screaming. And how, then the guy from Wachovia really fucked up because he said, he's all, this guy's already questionable. But then he says, look at his ID. His ID starts with zero zero zero. It's a fake ID. But just so happens that first he, this guy was in California. Apparently that they don't start with zero zero zero, but in South Carolina they do. Oh wow. So so wow. he says it's a real social security. I mean it's a real it's a real ID issued yeah. by the DMV here. Mm. I ran him through NCIC. This is Gary Sullivan. And I went, now I'm not Gary Sullivan. I go, bro, come on. What are we doing? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Get me out of this. Yeah. I was like, come on. And he's like, he's like, I know Gary. I know. (laughs) Yeah. And so the guy's just losing it. Right. So now he really, he ruined his credibility by saying that. Yeah. Mm. You know, it it was, it was like he was throwing everything out there to try and get him to, because he's saying, I don't even know what to, like, he's literally, I don't know what to arrest this guy for. Like, what are you saying? Are you sure? Yes, this, and this. Look at his ID. And then with that, it's like, okay, now I know you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Everything that Mr. Sullivan is saying sounds right. Yeah. You're you way sa- off. You sound, yeah. you sound out of line. Right. Now wow. you're saying that this, I know that's real. I checked it in the fucking D- in, in our DMV website, the state website. It's him. Now you're definitely off. Mm. <laughs> I'm letting the guy go. So he brings me downtown. I fill out a police report, and I leave. Wow. I go straight to two more banks. I get out more money. Third bank, I walk in. The people like almost bump into each other trying to get to the phone, and I realize, okay, definitely fucked up, definitely yeah. something wrong. Jump in my car and leave. I, I stop in the middle of, of of the of the lobby. I'm like walking. I'm like, no. Did they? They didn't. They didn't. <laughs> and I <Wow>. leave. <laughs> I was like, you didn't give them anything. No, yeah. I, oh, I, because I, I realized that two of the women like look up and they, <laughs> boom, and they like bang into each other trying to get to the phone. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and I'm like, you felt it. <laughs> it's like the yeah the you're gut good. instinct of that you're the, good the manager the get in the car <laughs> drive off when I drove off one of the women w- ran out to like look at my tag number and stuff like Ooh. they'd already had oh, it wow. you know the got, cop got it but they don't know and I'm, I knew right then I oh, was definitely the right decision yeah so I leave then Becky and I we get into a huge argument we go to Texas 
Houston, rented a place. We get into this huge argument. I leave her with like six hundred thousand in cash. I take like a hundred grand. You know, she had a, she had a, her 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 argument was you can take a hundred grand and go make a million dollars. I have to live off this money. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, fine. You've only known her a month though, or but two. But no, by this point, I've known her about a year. This has been a year, oh, year about okay, a year, okay. year and a half. Okay. But how it started was she was kind of like dead weight. You were kind of like brought her along. Oh, I brought you. her. Yeah, she begged and pleaded for me to come along. And, you know, and then when she got caught, it was. He's a Don Juan. He made made me fall in love with him, and and he convinced me to commit mortgage fraud, and he convinced mm. me this, and he convinced me to to leave to leave my son. Everyone falls. And my yeah, it's like, <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I'm five foot six. <laughs> okay, I'm a tiny little fucker, yeah. and I'm not a, amazingly handsome, <laughs> and I'm not that charismatic. And you've known each, and I'm, I'm gonna let you in on something else. <laughs> The sex isn't that good. <laughs> I'm not working with a whole lot. You're insane. Yeah. Like I, you, what it was is, I had a bunch of money. You have no money. Mm-hmm. You thought this is a what? This is my ticket. Yeah. You ditch everybody. You come with me. Wow. Suddenly you realize, you know what? It's not all that. I miss my family. I made a mistake. I'm upset. And she's bipolar. Yeah. Mm. She's. I mean, listen, I sent her to psychiatrist. I got her on Zoloft. I've got her taken. Then she would take it for two months, and she would be bearable. Yeah. And then she would get off the Zoloft, and suddenly she would go. Two weeks later, she's fucking insane again, and I make her get back on the fucking Zoloft. I mean, it was. Huge risk. Yeah. She's calling the police. I mean, she's getting the police called on me in the middle of the oh, night. that this shit is, killed this me. This is still a movie now. <laughs> she's calling the cops on him for fucking domestic right. shit. Well, she didn't <laughs> call. She's just screaming. At 2 o'clock in the morning, oh. she's like. She's like, you fucking asshole. You, you know, she's like, I remember one time I was like, oh, I'm out of here. Somebody's definitely like in our building. Someone's calling the cops. This is a nice fucking place. Yeah. So I go to push her. She stands in the way and I push her out. Like I literally push yeah. her and I push her on her neck. Right. Because, oh, you know, yeah. she and she, <coughs> you're choking me. You tried to choke. I'm like, oh, I got to go. Are you <laughs> screaming that I'm trying to kill oh, you at God. two in the morning? In a building where the condos are selling for a hun- for a million dollars, Gary Sullivan. I'm not going to do that. Go. <laughs> yeah. So, I take wow. off, um, and we were living there as I was Michael Eckert, and she was um, God, who was she? She was Michelle somebody. <laughs> These names are because it was like I Michael. Know. She was it was Michael and Michelle, and she wanted to put a little plaque on our door that said Eminem. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, at this point, right then, it was like, I should have left you. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, that was probably <laughs> was the point. Like, live, laugh, love. It was so bad. The fights were so bad, and the arguing and the bickering was so bad. I actually, one time I had taken off. And she, this happened th- like three different times. Mm-hmm. She begged me to come back. I came back, and the, like, the last time I was like, I'm coming back, but tomorrow you're going to get an apartment. You're moving. You're getting your own fucking apartment. We're done. I'm dating someone else, and you're dating someone else. I don't want to date anyone else. I love you. I don't give a shit. You're yeah. dating someone else. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm thinking if I can get her interested in someone else, she won't focus on me. Mm-hmm. Start hiring It's a good call. Jiggle. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, it, and it just, it was just one of those situations where she would go out with her friends and be hanging out, and she'd be like, she would say, you know, God, there was this one guy, Steve, and, you know, he's kind of handsome. I mean, and so and so told me told me that he he likes me. I'm like, you ought to go out with him. Hey, fuck you! You don't have to be so happy about it. It's like, oh my god, <sighs> I'm mean, trying to help you. I mean, it was but very generous. Mortgage for you fraud to... was nothing compared to this. Yeah, one. Right. Oh, god. <laughs> I was gonna say the weight of that though would it would have been easier by yourself? You think like if you had oh, rent- it, 
it would have been way easier. Really? Way it would have still been gone. I would have been in my bed, like, thinking, oh, fuck. Like, I need something to distract me right now. <laughs> Joe, you haven't even heard how he got caught. Like, oh, how yeah, it, yeah. It, oh, the listen, women keep coming <laughs> for him. <laughs> listen, I, I ended up, so I ended up going to uh, South Carolina. I almost got caught by the U.S. Marshals at one point, but I go to South Carolina. So when I'm in South Carolina, um, did, did, did I ever talk, say about the thing in New Orleans? I don't think so. Okay, so this is something I like. I, I didn't even know this at the time. I didn't know this until I got the order of the Freedom of Information Act on me. Mm. When I was in New Orleans, there's a an, another there's an artist by the name of Matthew Cox, who had a gallery showing, in the French Quarter. I was staying. We weren't. We were staying on Royale Street, which is right next to Bourbon Street. Mm-hmm. And so, one street or like two blocks over, there was a gallery. Matthew Cox was having an art gallery the same time I was there. So the U.S. Marshals actually flew in. Oh, my God. Went to the gallery owner, showed him a picture of me, and said, this is Matthew. Is this the same Matthew Cox that's having an art? Because they knew I was an artist. Oh, wow. I have a degree in fine arts. <laughs> <laughs> so they thought they so they thought I was stupid enough to use my own name yeah. and become an artist and, like, on the run. So he, they show him the picture of the guy, and he's like, I've known the guy for, like, five or six years. That's not him. He's like, mm-hmm. okay. So then they leave. Uh, but we were there at the same time, staying right whatever, a few blocks away. Wow, how cosmic! Right? Yeah. That's they, crazy. they were after you, and that's like right. showing how much they wanted you. It was worth oh, yeah. the surgery, and it was worth everything. Oh, I, you, well, know? you know, one they never saw me, but I didn't even know. I'm saying I didn't even know that till I got I the document. Yeah, oh, okay. What well, well, Freedom of Information Act? Oh, okay, and there was okay, a, okay. a U.S. Marshal's report that sh- talks all about how they flew down, the artists, the wow. this, the that. And I was like, the amount of money they put into trying oh, to get oh you. Oh my no. god, the resources. <laughs> oh, listen, Fuck. when when I was on the run, when, when I after I left Becky, I actually called the FBI agent thinking maybe I should turn myself in. Like mm-hmm. I had called home and uh, I talked to a friend and they were like, turn yourself in, call the FBI, at least talk to them. Yeah. So I called uh, the FBI officer, one of uh, this one FBI officer, <laughs> and and I was talking to her. And she was like, so we talked, and I was like, okay, what about this? What about that? So we we talked back and forth. She was real pain in the ass. Um, so we end up getting into a little bit of an argument, and she's like, look, I can't make that deal. I got, I can call the U.S. Attorney. I'll call. Let me call him, and I'll call you back. And I was like, no, nah. I said I'll call you back. She goes, <laughs> she goes, what's your phone number? And I go, and it was a, it was a cell phone like I had bought at a Seven yeah, Eleven. Yeah. So burner like phone. it's like a Circle K type thing, right? Yeah. So you go and you buy a, a, a burner phone. Burner phone, yeah. But then I was sitting down at there was there was like a, a subway, and I so I ordered a sub and I called her. I'm working on my laptop and I'm I'm you know li- making lists of things I have to do, like oh you got to get this, you got to do this, you got to do this. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking to her. But I'm really I'm in the Seven Eleven or Circle whatever that I'm yeah. in the convenience store, talking to her. So I'm like, nah, you're probably triangulating this or something. I said I'm gonna shut my phone off after that. I'll call you back. And she goes triangulating it, <laughs> and she goes, she goes, get over yourself. You're not that important. Oh wow. And I remember the way she said it. I remember thinking, yeah, bro, you who who do you think you are? You're not a fucking terrorist. No, they're not triangulate like i don't know they're flying to new yeah. orleans i don't know yeah. any of this i don't That's know her conning yeah. you right and i yeah. and i went and i remember thinking stick with your gut and i went no i'll call you back in a couple hours she goes all right whatever and i so i hang up the phone then i get the freedom of information act she con- immediately contacted the u.s marshals u.s marshals immediately contacted someone in baton rouge i don't know who this is this is this is a lie this is a <laughs> federal prison <laughs> this is a um I don't know how your ringtones are out of this. Well, world. I don't know how you hang up. Like this is only oh, allows me accept- yeah, you press on the, the side. He, yep. What here? Yep. Once to silence it, and then the second one. Uh, there you hangs go. It up. Whatever. 
Um, so, yeah, so what they – she the, called yeah. them. They called the U.S. Marshals in Baton Rouge. They jumped in – two guys jump in a car, and they head directly to where I was. I stayed there like another hour or so. working. On, then finally I was like, you know, it's going to get dark soon. I have to get to North Carolina. Mm. So I get in my car. Um, and then I was in uh, I was in Louisiana at the time. I was driving through Louisiana from Texas, where I just broke up with what's her name. So I'm going back to North Carolina to get my car. So I jump in my truck and I drive. I'm, I'm headed that way, and they showed up at the thing. I don't know how much far after. I mean, they may have passed me in the parking lot for all I know. Wow. But they actually because sh- they couldn't crack the <laughs> phone, but they did call T-Mobile and find out. You know what? We know where it was just sold. Mm. Mm-hmm. So they went straight there. So they walk into the place where I'm sitting. Holy shit! And I, but I, I, I don't know if I passed or what. But I got in the truck and left. So that's another one, like little tiny thing that's this, like this so is like, ridiculous. I'm sorry, real quick. This is so much. Catch me if you can, like Tom Hanks oh, calling, yeah. uh, you know, uh, Brother, Frank Abagnale. Now it's like, yeah. <laughs> I was at, literally look, when I go back to North Carolina, I go into a coffee shop. Yeah. I order coffee, which is across the street from my apartment complex, because I had to get my car. I recover my car, uh-huh. and there's two people from the apartment complex in the in the coffee shop staring at me. And so I get my coffee, and they get their coffee. The one, the woman takes off. She runs, leaves through the back. And I remember thinking something was wrong. You know what I thought was wrong? It was like the fifth, and my rent's due on the first, and I hadn't paid it. So mm-hmm. I thought, is this like they're freaking out over my rent? I mean, what's yeah? yeah. So, I mean, but I don't think. But what actually happened was they had just been questioned by the U.S. Marshals. So Fuck. she runs back into the apartment complex. She's like, he's across the street at Starbucks. So by the time they come running at me, I'm already in my car. The guy stayed there to watch me. He starts screaming, he's right here, he's right there. And I turn around and I look, and there's two fucking U.S. Marshals running at my car. And I'm already ready to go, so I just hit the gas and, and drive off. I mean, it sounds, it sounds exciting, but I was already like, I'm about to leave. He starts screaming, and I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, shit. Boom, and I hit the, <laughs> and I drive off. I drive straight down the street about a mile or two, and I see three or four homeless guys, like white guys, white homeless guys in their 30s. And I was like, oh, hell no. I turn around, pull in, jump out, grab my survey and say, hey, you guys, uh, my name's John. Uh, I work for the Salvation Army. I'm taking surveys because that's how I was, I, was, I was interviewing homeless people to get the, their information so I could get driver's licenses and IDs and passports in their name. So I pull up literally a mile or so away. You can't away let a good uh, it's an opportunity. white guy go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Wait, but Perfect. a mile, weren't were you like they're going to catch up to me or something? Well, I mean, they can't see me now. They're on foot. Yeah. Like I, they're not, you know, I take a left or right, a left or right. I do, you know, I, I'm, they're not like right behind me. I pull <laughs> yeah, into no, a parking yeah. lot. I get out of the car. Perfect. Jeez. Even if, let's say, all Ballsy. of a sudden, it, really, in a way, it's better. What if five fucking cars pull up around the car? I'm, I'm 50 feet away, 60 feet away. Hanging out with the homie. Doing oh, a survey. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah they're putting I just out a put that down and I say, give me your cigarette. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's where I thought you were going. I was like, I thought you were going to like dirty yourself Pretend up and be. sit there. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> no, instead he's like, here's my next scam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's my next guy. And as a matter of fact, I lived as one of those guys for a year and a half. His name, <laughs> his name was, his name was Marion. His name was, uh, wait, it was, it was Joseph Marion Carter Jr. And I went as Carter. Mm. Um, Whoa. so, Everybody called wow. me Carter. I immediately got his stuff, drove to South Carolina, ordered all of his documents, ordered credit cards in his name, um, wow. drove, wait, went and got, so a week later, I had a week, maybe 10 days later, had all of his documents. I actually, to get his birth certificate, I actually drove all the way back to South Carolina and got and went to South Carolina and got his driver's, get it, got his, his uh, birth certificate. 
Wow. So I I've got I drive all this is me just driving like in the same car they saw you drive away. Same in. car and 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 the, I only, my only driver's license is in a name that I know is wanted at this point. Oh mm-hmm. fuck. So I drive back. I get all of his information, and you know what's even funnier? When I first drove to um, to Nashville, Tennessee, I was driving pulled into Nashville in my car. Driving through Green Hills, which is like where all the movie stars, uh-huh. right? This guy happened to have like an, a house that happened to have like a duplex right next to it. Like it looked like a house, but it's uh-huh. actually a duplex. I was driving through looking for an apartment complex. I had made I, I had made a credit card. I mean a, a business card. I had gotten a, a, a phone. So I got a phone. I got a business card. And I've got a P.O. box. It's all I have. I don't have anything else. I'm driving, looking for an apartment complex, thinking like I can make a fake ID, and you know, but at least I can go mm. see the apartment. And I'm driving through, and this older guy, he's probably 60, 70 years old, is putting a sign, boom, that says for rent, like that. And I went, drove by and saw, I went, whoa. Turned around, pulled in, got out. I'm driving, a, it's, my car's worth 50, 60 grand. I mean, it's a brand new, it's like a, it's an Infinity uh, G35, which okay, now they yeah. got like nice. 65 or something. Yeah, like that. Yeah. It's, it, it was a brand new one. Yeah. Get out, walk up. I said, hey. I said, uh, my name's Carter. I said, um, my name's Joseph Carter. I said, is this place for rent? Said, yes, it is. So, oh, great. Let's take a look. We walk up. We take a look. We come back. I say, how much? He says, this much. And I said, how much is a deposit? And he goes, oh, the deposit's this much. I said, well, do you need to pull my credit? I said, you know, I, I said, I, I, my credit's kind of, you know, I don't really have any credit. I said, I'm now trying to reestablish credit. You know, I just moved here. But um, and he goes, looked at my, me, looked at my car, and he goes, you look like an honest man. Uh-huh. <laughs> he said, uh, he said, nah, he said, give me the deposit in the first month. He said, I'll give you the keys right now. I said, thanks. Like, wow. <laughs> and I remember Joseph, thinking, I, I'm going to like, I'm going to like Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah very, very, very trusting. How, I don't, I don't know how they could catch you. It's right. the crazy part. I'm like thinking of all That's these what ideas. That's you must have been just, thinking popping up out of different states and i'm like how can well here's how so (laughs) so i drive that car back to north carolina i take a plane back to nashville within about less than two weeks i have a driver's license in carter's name social security card his birth certificate i've already ordered my passport um i have a i have an apartment i have furniture on its way or I already have furniture. I have the electric. What like within like ten days? I have. I'm a completely new identity. Wow. Um, I almost failed the driving test in Joseph Carter's name. <laughs> uh, I remember I missed like three in a row, and I was like, "What the fuck? <laughs> I'm not gonna get this." <laughs> oh, I was so shocked. I remember going up to the thing, and I, when I I passed it, I walked up to the counter, and I said. I looked at the woman. I go, I almost failed the, the driving test. And she goes, I know. <laughs> I know. I mean, keep on, I'm completely, like, I'm not even who I am. I'm, yeah. But I'm fucking with these people. I'm like, bro, that's crazy. Wow, right? I'm so like, nervous. I know, right? <laughs> First driving I'm test. Like, that's crazy. Like, I lost. I almost, I almost failed that. Yeah. And I'm not even yeah. Joseph Carter. <laughs> um, so she gives me my driver's license. And, uh, yeah, so, and I immediately turn around and go buy a car. Remember, I went straight to. Wow. Is Auto Nation still around? Oh yeah, I remember Auto Nation. No. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's one of those where it's like that's the price, that's it. Mm-hmm. There's okay. we're not negotiating. It's seventeen grand. Yeah. So I w- walked in and I said, "Listen, I said I I've been on my job five years. I have no credit. I said, how much money do I have to put down to get financing? Here's can you provide a W two or can you prov- provide a pay stub? I said I got a pay stub on me right now. Pulled it out. I said you can call verify it. I said, how, I said, you know, I put, gave him my business card. I said, how much? He goes, we happen to have a first-time buyer's program. He goes, if you got nothing on your credit, 
we've got a first-time buyers program. You got to put down 20%. It, we cannot finance more than $20,000. I said, find me an SUV that, that fits that criteria and I'll take it right now. Walked over, found one. He goes, okay, you want to drive it? I said, I want to get financing. I said, I'm sure it drives great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Let's yeah. go. Went in, boom, boom, boom. Sat there, and the guy was like, he ran it like an hour later. He came back. He said, yeah, you got it, bro. I said, great. Let's, let's go. Have me sign the papers. Let's get going. Signed everything. So we're there, like literally within two weeks, I've got everything. Everything's wow. new. Yeah. yeah. Everything. No and, remnants of your old life. And the car that they find, they find it in long-term parking in, in North Carolina with brochures from like, like, the, uh, from like Italy and they've got uh-huh. like lira and stuff in there, you know, thrown on the thing, you know. So it's like I'm like the infinity in, or the yeah the, the infinity. Okay, yeah. So it's like Good then idea. in the news yeah. in the newspaper they're like you know Cox is believed to be in Italy. Yeah. You know, Cox is <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> so beautiful. Um, so yeah, I, I go back. So then I buy a bunch of houses as Joseph Carter. Ref- I buy them, satisfy some loans, refinance the houses, right? Or I don't even satisfy those loans. I actually bought the houses for like sixty grand. Recorded the value at like 200 and 190, right? Wow. Refinance them, pull out like 100 grand on each house. So now I've got a nice nest egg. I got four wow. or 500,000 again. So now I got a little nest egg. And the, she's not, Becky's not with you? Becky's gone. Oh, okay. She's Becky's right. on her own. Okay. <laughs> done with Becky. Get out of here, Becky. <laughs> <I'm> done. <laughs> Forget Becky. <laughs> Becky's actually a gangster. Becky got caught a year later. And when she got caught, they said she denied it was her. The entire time they said it took it took us about an hour. They, the Secret Service said it took us an hour to get her all the way into the into the Secret Service uh, headquarters. And they said she was she was saying, "I'm suing you guys. You're gonna lose your job. Oh, damn. You don't uh, know what you're doing. Yeah. You fucked up." She learned they said, from you. Yeah, she's yeah. She's like they said they they're sitting there going, "We know it's you." Until finally they said, and literally when they grabbed her hand and said. Put it on the scanner. She goes, all right, my name's Rebecca. Oh, oh, man. Damn. She folded. She folded. She learned from the best. Yeah. I mean, what she the hell is she going to do? I, I was yeah. like, listen, when they grabbed me and said, are you Matthew Cox? I said, yeah, you got me. Uh, was it? I was <laughs> in Immediately. Yeah, I was in Tennessee, and I was running a scam, and I found out that I'd been there like a year and a half. I started dating this chick named Amanda. My sister's name. <laughs> this, she was amazing. Bro. Um, My sister? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> give me some time. Um, Wait till you hear the story before you start yeah, calling sorry, her your sorry. sister. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. So I I meet Amanda and we we start dating and we move in together and um I I find out that like Fortune magazine had come out mm-hmm. with a, a an article big article on me and I'd been in Bloom. Uh, Bloomberg, Bloomberg Business yeah. Week a couple yeah. times, and so there's all these articles are coming out, but I'm not really worried about that. You know, you know what I mean? Like I'm yeah. not like some local papers are coming out with stuff and different, but never the state I'm in. Like nothing wow. here, nothing yeah. in the in Nash, I mean Nashville because yeah. I'm I relocated. Yeah. Mm. So you got in some national paper, some like like the Chicago Tribune and stuff. They're yeah. running so, but nothing. I'm good. So I uh, so I'm okay, and I, I'm there like a year and a half, and Amanda and I are living together, and we start sleeping with this other chick named Trina, right? Like, I'd actually dated Trina like one time and then never talked to her again. <laughs> and then Amanda had gone on a, a website, and she was a girl-seeking girl. So she actually finds her, and while she's looking, she's like, what about her? Well, you know, hey, would you, you want to know what do you think? You know, and I'm like, <laughs> been there. Um, <laughs> I, was, I was like, you know, I'll do it out of love for you. <laughs> um, I'm not interested. Yeah, that's no. great. So, uh, you know, so we, she ends up talking to her, uh-huh. and then they end up meeting. And what was so funny is when she showed me the picture, I was like, 
I dated her. She says, no, you did. I said, I swear to I said, check her pictures. She's got a picture. She's got, she drives a Corvette. She got, I start naming off, uh, yeah. you know, she's got pictures of her what? on, uh, on, um, I said, uh, jogging. She's, uh, she's done marathons. She's, and she's like, holy shit. There's pictures of her jogging. There's yeah. pictures of her with this. She's got like a 1975 Corvette or something. I'm like, she's like, oh my God, what happened? I'm like, well, we went out. And she's like, well, what happened? I'm like, I don't know. She just bugged me. She said she had that. You know, I typically like like a southern draw, but I mean, hers was just over the top, and it was almost <laughs> kind of like it was just too much, and it was like I just I wasn't feeling it. Yeah. And and she was like, "So what happened?" I'm like, "What do you mean? What happened?" I never talked to her again. I just fucking ditched her. I got in the car and left. And change your identity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she sent. I remember she sent me a, a thing saying, "Wow, you didn't even try and kiss me goodbye. It must have been a really bad date." And I like never answered. Like I was just like, "Ooh, that stings." Done. Oh, uh, poor trainer. But at that point, I was on so many dating websites. You know, you go on three or four dating websites at, at I'm like 35 then. So I'm 35 on like four different dating websites, <laughs> flipping houses. It's very obvious, like, it, you know, you've got a ton of money mm. and, you know, avidly working out. So I'm, it's every other day it's some other girl. I mean, yeah. it's so bad that my phone's ringing and I'm answering uh, the phone. I'm like, yeah, what's up? And some girl's like... Hey Carter, what's going on? I haven't heard from you. I was just wondering if everything's going. Oh yeah, I've been meaning to call, and I'm sitting there like, what the fuck is this? Uh, like two minutes in the conversation, they're like, you don't have a clue who this is. Like, fuck, I'm sorry, I you asshole. I'm like, I don't know. Your Don Juan story is uh, yeah. kind of changing it's now. Horrible. Oh, it's horrible. Um, yeah. So what happens is uh, uh, anyway. So a man and I are messing with this chick, and we find out that Dateline's coming out. So Dateline is going to do a one-hour special. Oh wow. And. Um, I realized that, you know, I, at this, it's Dateline. I mean, back then, Dateline was huge. I mean, yeah. you know, there, there wasn't like, it wasn't really like you, there was YouTube, but it was like in its infancy. People watch TV. People yeah. watch television back then. And those clips are still, well, the pedophile clips are still classic clips. Uh, oh, yeah. Right. Well, I wasn't going to be on that <laughs> show. Oh, no. I didn't no, like no, that you bought that show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> although I've met some of the guys that he caught. Oh, um, wow. So, uh, uh, yeah, they, um, uh, they were going to do a, a, an episode on Dateline, and, and I was like, like there's no way I don't have a huge amount of interaction with people, but I have enough of interaction that out of the 50 people that see you on a regular weekly basis, one of them is going to see my face. Yeah. yeah. Somebody's going to recognize me. It's over. Mm. So I was like, I have to leave. So um, we started researching and it turns out that um, that in Australia, if you showed up at that time with like a couple hundred thousand and a, and a business plan, they would let you be a permanent resident alien. And they did not run your fingerprints now you could become a a citizen but they wanted to run they wanted to run uh, uh fingerprints at, through like the fbi or like do a criminal background search wow. in your country so i was like okay you said australia right? australia yeah, wow so i was like okay so i can go there with a passport as walter holcomb or or um michael morgan or whatever the guy's name that i had right mm. i can go there as that person who has no criminal history and as provided they don't ask to run my prints, they're going to give me a driver's license. I, you can, like, you can, I can stay there permanently. I can't vote. I can't take a job. But I'm opening. You're allowed to open a business. Mm. So I'm going to show up there with a few million. Wow. So if I show up with a couple million dollars and a business plan, I'm staying. I can go there, buy five or six houses, ten houses. I can just go. I can go buy 30 jet skis yeah. and have some mm. kid watch the jet skis all day while I do while I goof off. It doesn't matter. I can buy houses, fix them up, rent them, do yeah. whatever I want. As long as I don't take a job, I can stay. So that was the plan. And so one of the things we started doing was I started refinancing all of these properties. So I'm pulling out like two, three million dollars. 
Well, while I'm doing that, I'm asking guys to cash checks. There's no Bitcoin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there's no, you know, there are ways to launder money, but I didn't know how to do that yeah, in that harder. way. What I realized was at some point, if you pull it all together in cash and put it into an unrelated account, you're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm pulling out the cash. And while I'm pulling out the cash, we're asking guys to, to, to cash checks. Can you cash a check for 30,000? Uh, can you cash? Here's three checks. One's for seven, one's for eight, one's for five. Can you cash those in the next couple of days? Give me the cash. I'll give you 10%. Okay, cool. You. All my buddies are doing it, right? It, you know, guys that basically work for me. Yeah. Well, one of the things is we were going to have Trina cash like 30000 And so Amanda asks her to cash 30000 And at that point, it, I don't know this. Like, I, I, I just know that Amanda had written me a letter later that said, Trina's the one that turned you in. Uh, she, she found out who you were, and she turned you in. Um, so what happened is I assume when she asked her to cash the checks, it sparked a conversation, and she said, well, this is who he is. Oh, man. And he's leaving, and I'm leaving with him. And, um, you know, she liked Amanda. Amanda mm. had a son. Trina had never been married. When, when I first met Trina— like, Trino had gone to the women seeking guys section of, like, Match.com because yeah. she wanted to get pregnant. Mm. Oh, so wow. when she met me, she was really looking for some guy to get her pregnant and then get rid of him. Oh. Like, I'll take you home. We'll, I'll let you, you know, nail me for, uh, long enough till I'm pregnant, and then I'll break it off, and then I've got a baby. Mm. Well, we went on one date. I wasn't interested. Then she said that after that, it kind of died down. Keep in mind, we've been hanging out for like three, four, five months, maybe six months. She's yeah. coming over a couple times, once a week, twice a week. Wow. When we left, we went on vacation for like two weeks. We left Amanda's son with Trina. She oh, took wow. care of him for two weeks. Oh, I mean, wow. we were all close. You trusted her, yeah. Yeah, totally yeah. trusted her. And then Amanda said, hey, need to cash these checks. He's leaving, and I'm leaving with him. Mm. And, uh, so, uh, and so she's thinking, this is over. And she's heartbroken. Right. That's what I'm saying. But if I, if I get rid of him, then, I can keep yeah. her and the kid. Oh, whoa. Damn. You know, so, like, just as a friend? Or just, well, I mean, look, she's sleeping with Amanda. She's yeah, sleeping with she's me still. and Amanda. She and so she clearly Amanda. likes Amanda. Yeah. You know? Wow. I mean, I like to think she was fond of me, but she was also a lesbian. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So she yeah. had been a lesbian. Like, uh, she had dated guys in high school, and then she'd been a lesbian, and now wow. she was like, Older, she was like 29 years, 28, Jeez. 29 years old. You were expendable to her, basically. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> oh so I, but, you know, so what happens is she calls the Secret Service. She negotiates a $10,000 reward. That's puny. <sighs> right. I always like to say, if she could have walked in and said, look, I want half a million dollars, I would have said, absolutely. Yeah. And absolutely. You got to do it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, give me a 10 minute. I'm going to give you the money, and then you can still call. You might mm. as well call, because guess what? I'm, I'm going to be gone. You know? Yeah. So... And wow. but you know whatever I'd have given her every penny for just a ten minute head start. I mean, yeah. look what you did yeah. with Becky. You gave her like five hundred, six hundred thousand dollars, six hundred thousand dollars just for her to be off your back. We left seven hundred thousand dollars in a bank in in uh, the one in in South Carolina. Oof. Wow. Oof. Remember when I got caught? Yeah. I Oof. left seven hundred thousand. Wow. Oh, damn, that hurts. I know it's a big. So, e- now listen. When you're in that position and they got the cuffs on you and you get yeah. listen, you're you're ready to do anything to get um there. um so. You know, you can take it all. Look, I can, I can get more money. Yeah, money getting money is not an issue. Time, right, oh, right. Yeah. You can't get back time. I love that in uh, the uh, uh, Wall Street too. The money never sleeps. Where he's mm-hmm. like, that's that's the real, the only mm-hmm. real commodity is time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's the only thing you really can spend. So y- they ended up getting some time from you, though. Yeah, they got, they grabbed me. They gave me twenty six years. Um, while I was incarcerated, I got my sentence reduced twice. 
once seven years, once by five years. So went down to like whatever that comes to, 15, well, 15, 14, 15 years and change. Mm-hmm. So I ended up doing 12 and a half years, got out, went into a, half, uh, went into a halfway house, and um, I've been out about 18 months. Oh, wow. it's, it's really not that long. Yeah. July July of uh, last, not last year, July of the year before that. Damn. So He's already it? making videos. Nin- 18, 19, 19, what is it now? Yeah. About 19, 20 months. 20 wow, 20 months, man. Yeah. Well, in July, it'll be two years. This yeah. July. So what is it now? It's uh, February. February. Yeah. Wow. Fucking. How, yeah, that's <laughs> so. 12 years is like a long time. Like, it, you know it, know it, it is. It is, but, on, no, but honestly, honestly, it's the first 10 years is the hardest. <laughs> <laughs> the last two years. The first 10 years. <laughs> it was fun. He was coasting so Does it that. feel like it balanced out? Because like you lived the high wow. life. I mean, That's honestly, what I was wondering, the karma of all this. Like, does it, does it feel like that chapter of your life is balanced now that you did you, your time? You know what's funny? What most people ask me is, um, do you have any regrets? And it's like. Mm. You know your fucking mind. Of yeah. course I have yeah. fucking worry. What are you talking about? I, I was twelve and a half fucking years. Of course I've. Yeah. Yeah. You know, my son doesn't talk to me. Well, he does talk to me. Mm. He sends me mean text messages. <laughs> he and I, we have mean text mess arguments. Wow. We've been arguing for a month and a half. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and I'm like, you know, you're a mean little fucker, aren't you? And he comes back. He's like, Yeah, well, you, I don't need you. And I was just, it's just oh. vicious little yeah. back and forth. So yeah. I mean, I got a son that doesn't talk to me. My father died while he, while I was incarcerated. Oh, My mother had a, a stroke. You know, um, she's ninety one. I see her. Mm. Um, you know, it, basically, I, the only good thing is you know I found out basically that every person, almost every person that I knew out there that I thought was a friend mm. wasn't a friend. Mm. You know, I used to always hear that there was a uh, like a saying that said if you can look back, if you get to the end of your life and you can look mm-hmm. back and you say you have. Like is it like three, five, yeah, three, is it? Five, yeah, like uh, enough on your hand to count. Right, right, friends. solid, really good friends. Yeah. You should count yourself lucky. Yeah, I, I don't have any. Oh, you know, dude. like everybody that was involved with with me had cooperated. Not that that because it is a is a is an indicator, mm. but in general, it was that the guys that weren't even involved that we were buddies. I now kind of look back and realize we were buddies because I always paid for dinner. Yeah. I always paid for the vacations. Mm-hmm. I always paid for everything. I always paid, you yeah. know, and it was, the joke was, ah, you know, bro, no, all this. I, bro, pff, it's Bank of America's money. Relax. It's not a big deal. Yeah, it's right. Like, uh, uh, yeah. It's not like you weren't working yeah. for it, right. though. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, the thing is, was it, was it work? It was work, but you know what? It it wasn't balanced. Like, like there's yeah. no way for that amount of work I could make that money. Yeah. You know, no I'm not way. working. I'm not working it as hard as I worked as an insurance adjuster when yeah. I was an insurance adjuster. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not working as hard as, as I, half as hard as I work right now. So, yeah. you know, does it balance out? I, I would say <clears throat> balance out might be like regrets. Absolutely. Balancing out. That's probably Maybe it balances. I don't know. There's Are you nervous that it's like still coming for you though? Like, is there a part <laughs> of you that's like, oh man, or do you feel like you're able to look at it and be like, all right, these? I feel I, like I'm in a good place. So I, I think if that's how, kind of, yeah, I, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. Like, I don't think anything. I don't think there is in impending doom on the horizon. Like, I feel like I'm in a good place where I just I try and, you know, try and behave well, try and do good things, try and be humble, which is. And extremely difficult for me. Oh, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm an extreme narcissist. I'm arrogant. Um, remaining humble and doing the right thing and saying the right and being, tr- you know, that's difficult for me. Yeah. Because I mean, at 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 heart, you know, I'm I I typically say things before I think. 
Mm-hmm. You know, not that like if it's a scam when it's calculated and it's planned out and it's thought out, that's different. Yeah. As opposed to just talking to somebody and saying, "Damn, bro, you're fucking gaining weight, man. What's yeah. up with you know?" And not <laughs> thinking, uh, uh-huh. I might yeah. be upset about that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not like I just you know unfiltered. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Abrasive. I'm extremely abrasive, mm-hmm. and I don't even necessarily mean anything by it. I'm just not taking your your feelings into consideration. Yeah. yeah. And it's the same thing like when we started this. It was like, you're not going to offend me. Like if you were to yeah. say, well, you know, you are, you're kind of a fucking scumbag, brother. <laughs> you don't have another yeah. half of yeah. it, yeah. brother. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I feel like the the lightness that you bring even bring, like telling these incredible stories, like I feel like maybe when you're in them, there was some sort of weight as like carrying what you your past like while you're going forward. But now that you've like been able to express it, I uh, I feel like a little lightness, I guess, from it where it's like, you know, well, you not, did your time, it, you know. Yeah, his heart's pumping out of his chest right now, Joey. What are you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> not, yeah, I don't have those moments anymore. Yeah. Um, I don't feel like, like, even when I was on the run, you know, I never really, 99% of the time, I didn't feel like I was being pursued. Like mm. I was, oh, that's wasn't good. concerned about it. I'm not, you know how many traffic tickets I got? Oh. You know how many, like, I mean, almost always. Under-assumed identities. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so you know. but then, and I think you have a way of, like, understanding that, like, the people that you stole their identity, you feel like it all works out for them in the end? Is there a place where the books get cleared, where they're like, all right, he stole this guy's identity? Like, did you have to go through and be like, I have this guy's identity, this guy's identity, so their records could get swiped clean kind of thing? Mm. Like, what happens to those, the victims who are like, oh, yeah, I'll give you my social security number for 20 bucks? You mean the homeless guy? Yeah. <laughs> so you good. think the homeless guy is needs his identity? The homeless guy doesn't even have credit. He's, yeah, he yeah. has no idea it's been stolen. That's why he's the perfect he target. Ha- yeah, yeah, he's he's perfect. He's like a, a – He's not really using it. Yeah, he's a shill. <laughs> no. So yeah. you don't think that, the, like, one of these guys got a job and then, like – Are you oh. serious? <laughs> <laughs> if you're – listen, if You've you're – You've been watching too much Oprah. If you're 34 <laughs> or 35 years catch. old and you're homeless – it's over. I, I literally had yeah. conversations with the guys where I literally – and one of the questions was like, do you feel in the next year you will be gainfully employed? And you know what they would do? And this was over and over again. I had one guy wow. look around, and he goes, nah, this is it for me. Mm. I yeah. mean, he's missing half the fucking teeth in his head. Yeah. He's, mm. he's got sores on his body. He looks like he hasn't showered in, in, in weeks. He's filthy. He's burned from the sun. He's, he looks just – horrible and i mean you're sitting there looking and the, the fact is if he's if if his head got right right now he couldn't get a job yeah they have mental yeah. illnesses they have alcohol problems they have they have um, drug problems they have major issues i mean i i remember i talked to this one guy i surveyed but i i mean i felt horrible for this guy he listen we're t- he'd been run over by a car mm. oh. and i don't mean run over where it's like yeah i was hit by a car and now i have a little limp no, no. Like they reattached my arm, oh, my oh, hand, my leg. He's doing the whole thing. He's he's got a scar down his his thing. He had to take medication because his his brain or his skull had been cracked, and when it was re put together, it didn't heal right. So he had actually had swelling in his face. So he had to take medication. He was fucking done, mm. and he's homeless. And he's homeless. Yeah. We're not there for him. Fuck. Right. Yeah. So that guy's just never yeah. getting back on his feet. Yeah. Mm. You know, yeah. I mean, is well, that, oh, you can't hear was, me? Can no, you hear I, I fixed it. It was, it was also incredible, like, listening, like, it seemed like you were in the long form of this uh, project, so to speak. But it was like a long form thing. You were going to go to Australia, and, like, if you hadn't been turned in, it's like, 
There was a plan. Yeah, there, you know? was, a, there was a half-ass plan towards the very end when I realized <laughs> oh, okay. it was quickly thrown together. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. It was not like, you know, ultimately this is the – it was like where I was in, in, in Nashville, I was basically kind of going to stay in Nashville mm. and just kind of do a, a, a development. And I had enough money, and I was super comfortable, and we were comfortable and happy, and everything was okay. But then Dateline comes out, and then you're like, yeah. Whoa! Yeah, you like, I'm hoping this dies down. Yeah, it's yeah. Not. Yeah, you must have had so many moments where you're just like kind of going about la di da. Like I'm just, you know, not even thinking that you're a criminal. It's just like that's how you make money. And then all of a sudden, like your reality bursts, and you're like, yeah. oh wait. Like when I went to the dentist uh, to get, uh, we were in the dentist office, and Amanda was looking through the magazines, and she was looking through Bloomberg Business Week, and uh, it's a quarter sized picture of my of me, and she's like, and it says like sharks in the housing pool, oh and God. she went. That was that. That's why I named my book Shark in the Housing Pool. Uh, the article was called Sharks in the Housing Pool, and she looked, and she was like. Oh she man! Was, Come over here. I was like, <laughs> What's up? I get up, I walk over, and she. We're in the lobby, right? And she's like, and I'm like, I mean, just the heat. Wow! Yeah. And it's like, oh, like, what yeah. is going on? What's wow. happening? And I'm like, holy shit, man! And I'm thinking, but but who who knows? Who nobody reads? Nobody. I like. Yeah. I'm 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 not hanging out with business executives. I mean, yeah. I'm not. You know. What are the chances yeah. anybody's going to see that? It's business. It's Bloomberg's Business Week, and yeah. in a, you know, in a in a in a dentist office. I mean, I'm not. My you're in Nashville. Yeah, I'm in yeah. Nashville. No one's and smart enough to read that. No, no, it's I'm just kidding. like nobody knows there. me. They're like I barely know anybody in yeah. that. And the people, I mean, the people that I did come into contact with are construction workers. Mm-hmm. They're fixing up houses. Like, look, I've like I've always fixed up houses. Like, I mean, yeah. I'd I'd have I'd have half a million or a million dollars in the bank and I'm still flipping a house. Yeah. It's like, I was just like, what do you, you know, what do you do? It's like, well, I don't have to have a job. I can work out an hour and a half in the morning. I can go to the mall. I can buy some socks. I can get my teeth whitened. I can, okay, what are you going to do the rest of your fucking week? Fuck. Yeah. I can date. Yeah. That gets old. I can, what can I do? What can I do? I can wash my car for the second time this week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can watch some TV. <laughs> I can, I could flip a house. Yeah. Mm. That would be fun. I get to meet the general, the contractors. I get to, you know, no, we're going to fix the floor. We're going to do this. Now, yeah, let's see if I can get the guy to level the house up. I can, you know, the more fucked up the house, the better. Yeah. Because yeah. like, it'll take longer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it'll be like, more fun. More purpose. guys. Like a real, like a real flip though. You're talking about like really. Legitimate. Yeah. Legitimate. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. fix a house up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah buy yeah. it. Renovate it. So yeah. I'm doing that just to have something to do. Mm-hmm. So, but those guys are not reading Bloomberg no. business. No. Yeah, it's so funny because I think of this, the, like the way you're talking about being on the phone all day. It's like once you get a big influx of cash, you actually can just relax or you know do the yeah. things that you want to mm-hmm. do. But you go you go into federal prison for 12 years, and you're meeting um, a bunch of other people who have crazy stories. And I want to talk to you a little bit about this. Like you go start writing their stories, but. Is there part of you that like goes and meets other people who've made maybe done similar crimes that makes you feel like the system's kind of been set up to be taken advantage of? <laughs> There's not a lot of guys like like I only met one other person that did something similar to what I did. Mm-hmm. Now there were other guys that committed white collar crimes or ran scams. A lot of guys that end up in in prison or end up doing white collar crimes are like they're very I'm going to say minor 
like it, it they lied maybe it was millions of dollars mm-hmm. and and but it was in the course of doing like their regular business for some reason i, I knew a guy one time mm-hmm. who had gotten is that me mm. that shouldn't I, I put it on i thought i put it on silent mm. i did put it on silent still busting through yeah Triangulation. Yeah, they're triangulating. <laughs> 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 so it says, oh, now it's on now silent it's mode. No. No. Silent mode. Okay. Yeah, I guess I didn't have it on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay. So, like, I met a guy one time that, that used to, uh, he owned a trucking company, and he used to deliver stuff for Johnson & Johnson. Well, once he'd been doing it for, like, he'd been doing it like a year or two. And one time they had delivered some pallets or something, and he put the wrong amount of pallets on. Like instead of having two pallets, he put like four pallets or something. He goes, and they paid me for four pallets. Like I wrote it down. I did it. And I realized later when I got the check, I was like, that's crazy. He's like, and I realized I would made a mistake. I was like, they paid me for – that's not what – and I looked at it and I was like, oh, oh, gosh. I mean, <laughs> or he said – because he'd been doing it for so long, he said they, there's like a trial period, and then they're just paying you. Right. Yeah. He said, so I waited, and then the next time he did it, he said, I put six pallets down when it was two. He said, they paid me. He said, and then I did it again. And then I started realizing that there were some pallets. I guess the deliveries, they would have two pallets, and he would bill for both pallets when really both the pallets were supposed to be dropped off. So it's supposed to be one delivery charge, where, but there were two pallets for one place. So he started charging every time he got, that's what had to happen. Mm. It, the deliveries were the same place. So he had double billed by accident. Oh, I shouldn't have done that. It wasn't, they went to the same place and then they paid him. So he started doing that. So he said, I started really doing it. Uh. Then he went out, he said, I was making so much money at it that I bought a couple more trucks. So oh. he started buying two more trucks. He said, now I'm really doing, he did it for something like three and a half million dollars of the course of like four years or five years, something like that. Wow. Um, but it was in the course of his regular business, did it in his own name, and just thought that they wouldn't miss it and it wasn't a big deal. And well, eventually, obviously, it caught up with him, mm-hmm. and he, you know, he went to jail. But you know, like, he's not a con man. Yeah. Does it make yeah. sense? It he's does. Not, yeah. He's not running a scam. He's running a scam, but he's not. He didn't. He didn't go into it. Like to me, it's like Bernie Madoff. Towards the, you know, is he a scumbag? Is he kind of a kind of a con man? Is he? Yeah. Yeah. But but. He didn't enter into it. It, it evolved, and he ran with it. Mm-hmm. A, a con man to me is a guy that goes in from the get-go and says, I'm going to set up this scheme, and it's going to be a Ponzi scheme, and I'm going to run it for two years. And I've, he, it's not in his name. He has a, a long-term plan. He has an extra strategy, and yeah. here's how I'm not going to get caught. Like yeah. He's got the whole thing. You know, these guys that do it, and they start just yeah. – then next thing you know, it's like, I fuck, I lost a bunch of money. Okay, I'm not going to say anything. I, I'll just change the, the thing, and then I'll make it up make up for it well the next month you don't then maybe yeah. you make up a little bit then you have another down then you start getting desperate because you're trying to make up for it so then you bet really hard and think if i can if this works i'll get all the money back and i'll be fine and it doesn't yeah. right. now you can't don't even have enough principal to continue to to invest and now you're just taking in new funds to pay out the old customers and now you've got a full-blown ponzi scheme going and all you can think of is how fucked you are but the truth is if you don't keep it going then you go to federal prison not realizing you're really going to federal prison. You're just either going for 20 years in 10 years from now, or you're going for two years right now. Right. You should go for two right now. Yeah. 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 But you don't. You go for, like in Mert Madoff's case, you go for 150 years. Um, but, yeah, you're, you're just you're doomed. Um, 
So, I mean, those aren't like, to me, the, like, I guess Benny Mayer, he's kind of a con man, but it, it, it didn't enter it as a con man. Yeah. You, you, you put know? your life and subsequent lives as well, like, on, on the line going through it. Like, you went through. I've met a couple of guys. Like, I've met very, I really have met very few guys that actually were using different names, yeah. knew it was a scam, set it up as a scam, had an exit strategy. Mm-hmm. Like, I've only met a few, two or three, mm. honestly. Is one of your regrets not spending as much time thinking about the exit strategy? <laughs> <laughs> well, my exit strategy was just blend back into society. You'll yeah. be okay. You, yeah. you get a, get an ID that's yeah. a, that's re, uh, get a get a valid driver's license and everything for somebody that's not using it and continue that. And like, listen, if you're some homeless guy, he's gonna die decades before me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's gonna die. And granted, they're going to know he's dead because he's just whoever when he dies, they're going to claim Social Security for his Social Security um, death benefit mm-hmm. to go to the um, that's how it works. Like you die. And mm-hmm. when you go to the your family doesn't notify Social Security. If you die right now, when you go to the funeral home, one of the many documents you sign, your family signs so that they can collect the three hundred or four hundred fifty dollars that Social Security will give them to bury you. Doesn't cover it. Mm-hmm. But it's a part. It's a little yeah. bit. And that's how Social Security knows. Boom. We got a funeral home. Said the guy's dead. Here's his death certificate. Sorry. she She's dead. Mm-hmm. Now they know. So is that going to happen at some point for this guy? Yeah, it probably is. But if I continue to pay um, – but the, the IRS doesn't – and Social Security don't know what's going on. Like they don't – they're not communicating. Yeah. So if I continue to pay 15, 20 years from now or somehow or another at some point that catches up to you. Then you can always say, "Flood me." Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm Joseph alive. Carter. Yeah. I've been alive. Yeah. I got yeah. I have driver's licenses, passports. I own real estate. I pay my taxes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Clearly, <laughs> the funeral home made a mistake. Yeah. I'm not dead. Yeah. You know, they'll go. Somebody. He must have stolen his my identity. Right. Yeah. Something. <laughs> has, or for all you know, the funeral home goes under. How long now? It's 20 years old records. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm good. Yeah. You know, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah. And I also had a plan to kind of like slowly alt, try and alter. I was trying to figure out how to alter it to the point where it's a new person. Yeah. Like couple yeah. it with the kids' social security numbers, go back to social security, try and get them to, to change the date of birth by yeah. providing a different thing. Mm. You know, I trying desperately to try and figure that out. But, you know, my extra strategy was just kind of blend in and you'll be all right. And eventually mm. it'll, it, it won't catch up with you. I mean, it might have been partially delusional, but whatever. I picture like that come to Jesus moment you have a baby a daughter or son and you're looking you're like but you're Carter holding your baby instead of (laughs) (laughs) Amanda Amanda at one point she goes we were sitting there talking and she went she goes do you want to get married and I went sure and she goes really and I went sure and she goes as Joseph Carter and I went yeah (laughs) oh yeah she went she goes I said would it matter if it was Matthew Cox (laughs) would it really matter she's like Jesus. Uh, I mean, what does it matter? Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter whose name I marry you in. It's irrelevant. (laughs) None of that applies to me. All those rules don't apply. Yeah. I love it. I think um, uh, I think what I love the most about all of this is the way you were living your life during it is is so what we would do <laughs> for the moment. Live it up. Cars, houses, fucking threesomes, goddamn uh, vacations. You know what I mean? Like your life now. It's no. basically our life now, but we don't have to scam. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, are you? How does it feel being out? 
Like, how are you, how does it feel? Like you did 12 years. How did that feel? How do you feel now? I I feel better now. Um, Toward the end, as I was going to be getting out, I started feeling extremely anxious, right? Like very uncomfortable. Like I didn't, I didn't want to get out. Like I I did, but I didn't. And, Mm. and, you know, I was concerned, like, how am I going to, how am I going to feed myself? Like, how am I going to pay my bills? Like, is that even going to be possible? Like, what's going to happen? Like how, you know, am I going to be able to tell people that, uh, you know, am I, am, what, what are they going to say? Like, uh, you know, I didn't, didn't, I understood there was something called YouTube, but I mean, I, I can't, I don't ever recall it being on YouTube. It was not mm-hmm. really a thing mm-hmm. uh, when I got in. Uh, I didn't know what a podcast was. Someone had to explain to me what a podcast oh, yeah. was. Yeah. Uh, and I would remember they were explaining, I kept saying, like a radio show. And they were like, no. Kind of. Yeah. You don't understand. It's yeah. you can you can do this and they pay for subscriptions. Like, well, how do they know to pay for subscriptions? Well, I don't understand. Yeah, they're like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, so is it it's not on TV? There's like nobody watches TV, bro. And I'm <sighs> like so they're explaining and I'm like, true crime podcast. I like totally didn't even know that was a thing. That's why I contacted Danny. Right. Because I wanted to figure out how do I make one of these? Can you answer? And he and mm. he, Danny talks to me like like I know exactly what he's talking about. Oh, bro, you just put it on such and such and then this and Anchor, this and you download it and this yeah. and this and this and it's not a big deal. And you, know, you could do it. It's totally fine. You're an asshole. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I don't know any of that. Yeah, and the fact yeah. that you're not taking my my lack of understanding into perspective really mm-hmm. bothers me. Mm-hmm. And he's, you know, so he, he doesn't do that. And a lot of millennials do that. They just antis- They just expect they think you know that yeah. you know. Yeah. Oh, well, obviously you do this. You mean obviously you mean, oh, like like a fax machine. Because <laughs> when I was in doing we had fax machines yeah yeah and they're yeah. like oh well, bro yeah no uh, or they say changed. scanner and i'm like okay so where do i go to get the scanner and they're like it's just on your fucking phone uh, yeah <laughs> you can take a picture of no it it's now. so funny you were yeah. talking to danny and you were saying something to the effect of like or someone and you're the person who turned you on to danny's podcast you're like oh i need to get a new car because the radio doesn't work and it's just because you didn't know how to like have the music turn on because the car. No, I didn't want a nuke. I bought a u- bought a used car, but I was like, yeah, I was like, it's it's it, the car's good. I go, but the radio doesn't work. And I said, so you know, I got to get a new radio. And he was like, pushed a button and the thing slid out. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he goes and touched it. And it came on. He goes, man, we got to get you updated. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, he's the same guy that I was like, hey, I got this thing. This guy emailed me. I have to print this. So how how do I print this? Like he sent it to me. Can I? How do I send it? And he goes, Oh, send it. Okay, can we, send it to me. Okay. And I, he goes, Dude. Okay. Cool. All right. All right. It's it printed. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I know. What do you mean? He goes, It's I printed it. It's I. I go. No, seriously, bro. I I walk over there. I go, Are you fucking with me? Because they would fuck with me all the time. Yeah. And I. Sure enough, he printed. Like, how did you print it? He's like, it's all connected to the Wi-Fi. What? <laughs> like, I, I've heard of Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah. I understand the basic concept. Yeah. I'm still in the halfway house. I've been out like two weeks. <laughs> oh, I don't really shit. know what Wi-Fi is. Yeah. Wow. It's magic, apparently. Wow. <laughs> it is. There's no yeah. cord. You know. You hit the ground running, man. I, yeah. I feel like, uh, well, if you haven't seen people check out your appearances on Concrete, our incredible, legendary podcasts, mm-hmm. amazing. We're going on that podcast tomorrow. And, um, yeah, if check out you, your Instagram, follow, yeah. any other links we'll put to the true oh, yeah. crime podcast below. And I think we're going to be doing a lot of work together in mm-hmm. various mediums. So this, uh, this was really cool intro. Like, 
amazing story. Amazing. Yeah, I appreciate it. I was living the story. My heart was going so I fast. I know, man. When you, when you like went a mile away and you turned to the homeless people, I'm like, my heart was yeah. actually racing. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> totally. That's funny. Yeah. That's funny. Hype up your art podcast. Yeah. What, what's <laughs> your art? I mean, uh, people only or, watch uh, about 80% Instagram. of these things. Um, so by now, nobody's watching. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, basically, it's, yeah. It's, Humor it's, them. It's, uh, it's, it's Cox Pop Art. So I got an Instagram, Cox Pop Art, and I've got a YouTube channel, Cox Pop Art. Cool. And I mean, I have my channel. It's called, uh, it's called uh, Matt Cox Inside True Crime. Is and you do a podcast. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I don't really, I think it's kind of like a vlog thing. Oh, okay. And I haven't done one in like the week. No, wait, I did one about a week ago. Like, I was doing two a week, but, like, three weeks ago, um, the chick I was dating broke up with me mm. and sent me into a depression like you can't fucking believe. Yeah. I mean, just, come on, I'm 51. Mm. She's 34, and, I mean, she's amazing, and just, we've been dating over a year, about 14, 15 months, and just, we went to dinner the other day. She's like, can, we, can I come over? Can we go to dinner? Said, yeah, what's up? And she's like... Damn. Now keep in mind, I've seen her more in the last three weeks than I typically. We used to see her like once or twice a week. I mean, I yeah. see her like three times a week now. So it might be back on. And just, <laughs> not, nothing changes. Like yeah. I, I stayed there. You know, but the night last night, you know, I wake up this morning and she's sitting there, and I wake up and she's staring at me. She's like, "I love you so much," and I'm like. <laughs> What is going on? She's like, I don't know. I just don't think it's gonna last. And I, I'm like, all right, I'm done. I'm leaving. I just went through, I just went through a breakup too. I, I empathize. It's, it's rough. It's yeah. fucking worse, bro. Yeah. It is the worst. It. But you know what's even worse is all of my buddies mm-hmm. that I have, like from you know that well, like your high school buddies, like all of them are meatheads. So mm-hmm. if I talk to them, they're all like, fuck that hoe, bro. Yeah, but yeah. You need best way to get over one girl is get on yeah, top yeah. of another. I'm oh, like, all right. You should have <laughs> fucking known better, bro, dating a chick that late. It's like, shut shut up. Yeah. Yeah. You're not helping me. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I seen that shit coming, bro. I seen, yeah. I don't want to hear that. Yeah. You know, just don't don't talk to me. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And I get more, I get better insights from the people that leave comments yeah. On my channel. Yeah. Than I do from the guys that should be there to be like, yeah. hey, bro, what happened? I'm yeah. sorry, man. What, what about, you know, instead that's, they're the. They're the ones punching a hole in the wall and crying. <laughs> <laughs> but they're just alone. That's probably how they deal with their shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I, like a week ago or four or five days ago, I put up a video of us breaking up. I like to say, look, this is what happened. But, mm. And listen, people go nuts because I did a video like six months ago about dating her. How I met her, mm. us mm. dating, and this and that. Keep in mind, I met her in the halfway house. Oh, wow. So she had done four years for a meth conspiracy. Wow. So the fact that we were even dating, like, I mean, and, and I get it. Her issue with me is we're vastly different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a chick that's in school. She's about to graduate uh, to be a marine mechanic, okay? She was in the military, got out of the military. What, for seven years, she was a tour guide for hog uh, hog tours where they go and they hunt hogs oh, wow. and slaughter them. Whoa. I mean, this is a chick that hunts alligators, a deer. This is, I mean, she's a hunter. Some Florida I mean, shit. Yeah, <laughs> this is her whole Careful. family. Like they work, they work like dairy farms. Um, you know, th- there's a whole segment of Florida. Like the bulk, the, there's a huge farm industry in Florida mm-hmm. that people don't think of Florida. That's, you know, her family works. I mean, these are, these are pickup trucks, you know, um, hunting you know this this Old is a school. chick yeah. this is a chick that when i when i had covid like two about two three months ago she got it too now i'm i'm in bed for 10 days right 
she's down for like three days and she's she's like i can't do this anymore i'm not laying in bed i'm not as sick as you i'm starting to feel better i'm going to change the brakes on my dad's car and i'm going fishing <laughs> i'm gonna call you in a couple of days <laughs> and i'm like I'm fucking, I'm fucked up. And she's like, you, you're, but you're an adult. You're going to be okay. <laughs> oh, my God. And, and she leaves. And I'm like, fuck. And then she's sending me pictures. She sends me pictures of, like, cows. She sends me pictures of, you know, of, like, her dad's car. Like, she's like, she's like, sends me, like, I got the rotors off and this and that. I mean, <laughs> at school, she sends me pictures of engines. Like, I took this engine. It's it's a Yamaha, such Jesus. and such. And oh, it's just wow. like. Yeah. You'll have to figure out how to keep her, it sounds like. That, yeah. I mean, I'm saying that's like, we're, we're vastly different. She, but. You know, and she's like, we're so different. She's like, you're not interested in what I'm doing. She's like, and I'm just not interested in true crime. And I'm not, it's just, I'm, I'm not. And mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, so, but we're together and we have fun and we're both in love with each other. So that should be enough. And she's like, I just don't know if it's going to be enough. Right. And I'm like, fuck, I'm 51. I can't fuck around. Listen, I got to find a fucking chick. It's all downhill for me. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, I got to find a chick that's super, in that's really is interested. Yeah. And if you're not, and then sure enough, I'm like, okay, well, I mean, if it's over, it's over. And then, like, the next day, she's like, I miss you so much. Yeah. Can I come over? And then it's two days later. It's like, I can't stop thinking about you. Will you come over? Yes. Okay, you because know, I'm weak. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> you know, same thing. Over and over. This has been going on for three fucking weeks. This has been like, going on for uh, yeah, by the way. Just move, I'm, I'm saying, just move in. Yeah. Move in. Yeah. Let's just do this. Yeah. Oh, listen. And then she found out I went on a couple dates. I'm not found out. Like, I told her. I yeah. said, you understand what are we going to do? We're just going to keep sleeping together until eventually, um, until eventually I find someone. I'm like, you understand that I'm going to date other people. And she, and she goes, I know. And I mean, I, I understand that. I'm like, I mean, to be honest, I've already been on like three dates. And she goes, what? Oh. <laughs> and I went, oh, well, yeah. I mean, it's, she goes, it's been two weeks. And I'm like, I'm sorry. What's the proper, what's the protocol for <laughs> When, when a, some chick rips your fucking heart out of your chest, yeah. how long am I supposed to wait? I she think, wants yeah. to be able to still sleep with you confidently. Right. Yeah. Mm. Mm. You know? Good woman's perspective. Yeah. Well. Damn. It's the, so ridiculous. These women are really your downfall. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it really what it comes down to. That's so true. <laughs> <laughs> we all got to be careful. And if we ever get in trouble, you ain't fucking saying shit, right? Uh, I mean, how are we? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she is. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. She's like, no, you're my soulmate. Yeah, yeah, and you still will be yeah. when you're in prison. Yeah. I'll mean, visit you. Yeah, yeah. I, exactly. You will I'll miss president. you. Yeah, I'll miss you. <laughs> Fucking crazy. Fuck yeah, this was awesome. Thank this was so incredible. Thanks, Matt. Yeah. And Thanks. he's single. So yeah. you heard yeah. it here. <laughs> all, all, your, all your 22 year old listeners. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They love it. Peace and love.